Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Again, that's ebaymotors.com. Hello, Fightful Faithful. Welcome to another episode of the Tuesday Show. Kate normally breaks in, but she's not going to do it here because I have something to say. (laughs) Occasionally, an episode of this show, NXT on the USA Network, produced by the, the World Wrestling Entertainment Corporation, will be so dumb that it will make me question the existence of God because surely if such a God existed, he would have snuffed out all existence in the universe just to eradicate this, just to make sure. Like, you, okay, I obviously made a huge mistake. I don't know how far back I'm going to have to do what I'm going to do to course correct. Let's just end all of this and start over again from a single-celled organism. You know what? Let's go further back than that. Let's do the big bang over again. Obviously, this is not what we wanted. That's sometimes things that are so dumb will happen on this show that I will think that it is proof that we are alone in the universe. Anyway, Kate, do your thing. It's the NXT post show for February 13th. <laughs> Get in your super chats. Get in your humper chats. We got fruit puns today because we had a lot of banana slash banana flavoring related to candy talk yesterday behind the paywall. We had like a two and a half hour show last night. A lot of it had to do with candy and ZSJ versus Danielson and styles of wrestling and all sorts of things. Right. As well as a terrifying mascot. So we have fun behind the paywall. Mm -hmm. We have fun right here too. Mm. And we'll ask you to get in a thumbs up on this video. It helps people find us in the algorithm. And subscribe to Fightful Select where OMG, this was double taping. So we had all the scoops in the freaking world on Fightful Select. Thanks to Corey Brennan who is doing a wonderful job for us on so many fronts. But particularly with NXT coverage. Mm-hmm. Some spoilies there, and even if you're not a, a big spoily person, same thing is done like Sean does, where it's like, here's the lineup, dot, dot, dot. All the spoilers are below, so if you don't want them, don't read them. Here they are. So, uh, <clears throat> subscribe to Fightful Select. We're so close to 12,000, like so close. We're like 14 away or something, and mm-hmm. it would just... Not having round numbers makes me itchy if they're not 69. So we need to either get to 12,000 or 12,069. And honestly, like, if you want to be hot, you should subscribe to Fightful Select. Oh, yeah? Right. Isn't that like sex sells or whatever? (laughs) Is that how they do that? I think I nailed it. (laughs) 
Look, if uh, Timu is out here spending $7 million during right. the Super Bowl telling you to right. shop like a billionaire, I'm asking you to shop like a $5 a month millionaire. Yeah. And that's all I think you should do is go over to FightfulSelect.com and subscribe. I'm just going to drop into the replies of every major like tweet that has millions of impressions on it. I'm just going to drop in to the comments and just write, do the link in bio thing, but in my bio to say FightfulSelect.com. <laughs> I just, was so just see, doing that. Just see if that if that drives some more traffic. Does it? Alex, does it's it not work even when like, you put the link in bio? Does it? Does it work? Does you it know? work? Does it's it not even it drives... millions of impressions. Ones my unhinged New Japan tweets this weekend. Every mm-hmm. single I was like, I'm crying about Okada, and it was like mm-hmm. expletive in bio. Blah. I was like, not well, now. I'm crying about Will Ospreay well, right now. Listen. I'm doing it on the one that's got millions of impressions, Kate, because I want to drive the most traffic. And you're not a bot. I get it. I get it. Alex, mm-hmm. you, I assumed with this episode, we're going to be around the bend. Like, some episodes, and honestly, they're, they make for some of the best episodes of this show. Like, it's not that I'm angry. It's just that I'm disappointed. <laughs> oh, thank hey. you. Thank you so much. That means so much when we get told that we're the reason people subscribe to Fightful Select because that's mostly a scoops game. Let's be honest. I'm not, Mm -hmm. I don't have an ego about this, but it it means a lot. Thank you. Right. Um, And uh, yeah, no, that, that, that makes me so happy because we have a lot of fun doing it. Um, I had a lot of fun laughing at certain things of the show and I know you're the host, but like what amazed me was that the show it oftentimes doesn't make sense, but I don't know if it's ever not made sense so fast. Like within 90 seconds, we I got the baby faces. Yeah, probably. I mean, like within the first minute of the show, like yeah. we got the baby faces <coughs> sneak attacking the heels and also yelling sneak attack, which really kind of. What's the air out of the balloon of the sneak part? <laughs> it does. It does. Why are the children the smartest people in this segment? <laughs> they are kids. I get that's like the creative thing, but this is not a show on the Disney Channel from 2004. This is a pro wrestling show I mean, that we get paid to mean, review. And so now I'm... It, Sneak attack! Why are you yelling sneak attack? If you were in the military and you were mm-hmm. like, I need to sneak up on the enemy, I don't think you go sneak attack, you know? Right, right. But I felt like it was record setting for how quick it got to not making sense and that the mm-hmm. baby faces were attacking the heels mm-hmm. backstage, yeah. uh, listening to the, what are they, seven maybe? Six years old? Yeah, some of that. Uh, to, to get a jump on people who beat them anyway. Yeah. Um, so. Matthew Hooks says, SGS, on the way to the hospital, I am an uncle. Yay! Uncle Matthew Hooks, Uncle Hooks. Well, guess who's ad read we're doing tonight, then? It's going to be a very celebratory day. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Um, uh, then uh, Paul Elizabeth uh, says, Dad. everything sucks unless you're Uncle Matthew. So that's true. That's true. Not everything sucks today because the miracle of life or whatever. But when it comes to wrestling creative, (laughs) listen, guys, you're going to like, 
you're gonna have to do a lot to beat this. It wasn't even super chatted, but it's the winner. Unless somebody can beat it, it's the winner. Did I lose it? Where'd it go? Where's 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 the winner? Where did where did it go? It, oh, here it is. Queen Avocada. <laughs> you're gonna have to I, do a lot to beat Queen Avocada. I I'm also saw Tyler Date, which is very good. Just the use Tyler of Date, a is, date uh, Tyler, is really good. The fact that you can do it a perfect, like it rhymes, it's got the same major um, consonant sound at the end, mm -hmm. the D and the T are close enough, and it starts with the same, um, uh, the same vowel. Uh, yeah. All of that together, it's it, it's so clever because then you can just switch the O to the A at the end, like it's it's literally yeah. a perfect pun. Louisville, that I, that might be my favorite one we've ever gotten because Coming of how perfect. Hot. It is. Anyway, I don't know. Um, I mean, nobody's ready for a kielbasa. We'll always live in that. Nah, that's really good. Nobody's ready for kielbasa. It's really, really great. And listen, Bam Bam Bungalow, man. Bam Bam Bungalow is it for me. And as Zillow well. Nightingale. So, yeah, I, no, we've had a lot. But Queen we've Avocado had a lot of, is, is really, We've got a Hall of Fame. Really, Queen Avocado. Really good. Now, that's first ballot Hall of Fame is Queen yeah, Avocado. Yeah, oh, for sure. So Unanimous, um, too. Like that here's, even. What's, here's what's not first ballot Hall of Fame. Von Wagner. Um, so being the, mean the, every week, I do. No, 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 no. I'm talking about the booking. Okay. Agreed. I'm talking, I'm talking about the booking here. Agreed. Because because here's how the whole thing starts. Honestly, very I thought it was very cute and clever. It's uh, Noam Dar laying out on a massage table face up with cucumber slices over his eyes and his action figure <laughs> sitting right next to his head with one cucumber slice on the whole face. Alex, and, I love him so much. <laughs> no, that, that, that was fantastic. Loved it. And Aura working with the little stretchy bands, getting a pump in before their match. My key thing here, minding their own freaking business. <laughs> Just talking to each other about how once we beat Von Wagner and Robert Stone, We'll be rid of them and be able to move on with our lives. Can't and then, emphasize enough that they're supposed to be the heels in this. Yes. <laughs> and Von Wagner and Robert Stone peek their heads in into the room through the through the door in the back, one at the top and one below it, like they're the two stooges. And um, and they look in there, they look look at each other, and they come in and they go. Sneak attack and just start beating up two guys who are defenseless, not realizing what's happening. Um, and I was like, "What? What is the? What's the? Because like, because you got it. You got to remember that that um, uh, WWE in particular wants us to remember all of the horrible things that the heels did to the baby faces um, weeks ago that justify the heels doing underhanded stuff to the faces because turnabout is fair play and always has been." Um, but in this case, it wasn't like they tied him up and beat him with reeds or something. It's it's like they were kind of mean to Robert Stone's kids who were sitting in the front row. Like, don't bring your friggin' kids to the friggin' show. Like, if their yeah. heels are gonna mouth off to people in the front row. They weren't. They weren't even. And that was that. Mean. That was it. So, so justified, <laughs> fully justified for them to come in and start beating them up, throw them into the walls, smash them, throw them down the hall, take them into the ring, and start the match early. And uh, Jakara Jackson and Lash Legend run in after them, trying to go down there. They go down the hall as well. When they get to the end of the hall, there's the two kids in in matching uh, outfits with sunglasses because they're douches. 
and um and they go uh and where do they go and and one of them points this way and the other one points that way and so they then the two girls run in different directions and and if you do that obviously you go to a t at the end of a hallway um von wagner and robert stone took the two members of metaphor in one of the two directions so you wouldn't do both ways you would point the direction that they didn't take them if your dad took them this way then you point that way if you point one of you points this way and one of you points that way it's a it's a great amount of misdirection for this person but this person can catch up to them very easily now that would matter if they were smart enough to realize that and when they when the when next we get down to the ring both women have gotten there at the exact same time which Correct. is not possible I mean, if somebody waited for the other one to catch up, I guess. But uh, this was this was just such a bad opening segment. Like I was, I was laughing at it because I was it. It was record timing to get to something that made no sense on so many levels. And the kids shouldn't be the best actors of the Robert Stone von Wagner situation, no, but they, they were. Be. They were actually really good. <laughs> Their timing was excellent. They had like the facial expressions on their face that were perfect for this. I was like, good job, the kids in this. Um, um I don't like it. I I don't mind it as much in match, the like eye for an eye thing as a baby face, but I didn't even like that. I always go back to uh MJF and John Moxley with that whole paradigm shift thing in uh -huh. their match. I really liked a lot of that match. Right. But I really didn't like that John Moxley, who was the face at the time, was like so sneaky to use the thing that wasn't stipulated in the contract. Right. Um, like that, that was not something that I like that faces do. Um, but it bothers me less in match because you're actually trying to win a match. Baby faces just acting like heels, like just. <laughs> right. Just attacking people backstage that didn't really do anything to you except are like funny snarky and right. also smaller than you like you don't have there's no size advantage <laughs> like this was just so unnecessary right. i guess you could make the argument that one of them is a manager not a wrestler but you asked for this so they, they did a they did a lot of showing uh mr stone robbie e doing wrestling again and i'm i'm wondering if this is the beginning of a von wagner and, and mr stone Full on tag team as opposed to a manager and client because I mean when they he was Robbie E and when he was Robbie T Robbie E and in, in Impact he wrestled a lot like yes. he wrestled so so he came in and was immediately a manager and I was like that's weird to do with Robbie E I mean maybe he'll be like he'll be like a manager who works but he didn't ever and it was very odd that's to me um, so he um. He was doing a lot of moves. He was going off the top rope. He was he was doing he was wrestling, fully wrestling. Um and in and wrestling gear, by the way. Right, yes. Like and um the the match is the match. It, it is it is just it's what it's it's what it is. Um until we get down to the end. Robbie E looked all right considering he hasn't had TV reps in ring sure. in however yeah. long. Like I was like, all right. Mm -hmm. The only thing that I had an objection to was there was a spot where he was going to tag Von Wagner and there was not nearly enough damage done to him 
in retrospect for the sell of him not being able to get to Von Wagner. Mm-hmm. Like he was just, <laughs> it was so painfully like, how am I going to get there? And just not enough damage was done to right. justify it. But the rest of the match was fine. Um, Robbie, you looked really good considering he hasn't had a TV and ring rep in, in forever. Uh, but also the idea that you would need the gals to cheat when Noam Dar beat Von Wagner one-on-one in two rounds of the Heritage Cup, but needs to cheat here was weird. Because he's well, the one who still got the pin anyway. Doesn't matter. Um, the 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 winner, like Von Wagner couldn't get it done one-on-one against um against in two straight falls against against Noam Dar. Um, and then they didn't like how mean they were to the kids. So like they challenged him to a tag match and there was no obligation for Noam Dar and, uh, Oromensa to say yes. Uh, but they did. And then they had this match and perhaps they would, I mean, obviously they would have, cause this is the kind of heels they are, but we don't know. Perhaps they would have played by the rules had the baby faces not broken the rules first. I thought turnabout was always fair play. Sure. So, so that you broke the rules first by by beating them up before the match even started. So the the girls get on the ring, distract the ref. Oromensa runs in and chop blocks Von Wagner while he has uh, Noam Dar up in a powerbomb position. Noam Dar falls down, lands on top of the chest, hooks a leg, pins no pins Von Wagner, and they run away. And and. We we see later both sets of gentlemen are moving on to something else. Then why have this match? Why have this match and have Von Wagner the wrestler, not Robert Stone the manager, get pinned in it? Von Wagner, who famously had a feud that lasted months with Braun Breaker over the fact that Braun Breaker attempted to murder him with stairs and then lost the feud. Lost all the matches and lost the feud. And and they did that. And now that happened so long ago, Braun Breaker is a babyface again. And now Von Wagner feuds with a man half his size and cannot manage to do any damage to him whatsoever. At all. at, at at what point do like do we like are you trying to Daniel Bryan this guy? Where you like think if we just have him lose enough consecutive matches, then the crowd will demand that we give him that we put a title on him? What the he- and honestly, I'm, somehow they have sequestered the 300 people in the world who like Von Wagner and are holding them hostage in this warehouse every week because they're going nuts for Von Wagner when I firmly believe they are the only people in the world who would do so. It is so odd to me. There's a slight gap in in ring ability between Brian Danielson and Von Wagner. Being that Brian Danielson is the best American wrestler to ever do it. But um, they have pl- they have ran they they ran this thing with him as well. If we just have him lose enough, you'll you'll root for him. And I feel like that's that's fine for the little guy, but harder to do with the guy who's much bigger than most of his opponents. D- and why also it- like I he doesn't do anything. We talked about this yesterday a little bit. 
I am an in-ring story gal to the max. Like, if you... Part of what worked with Brian Danielson is that he's the best wrestler in the world, so he, he did things that made you want to root for him. I don't want to root for a bunch of shoulder blocks and a big boot guy. Um, that's just not... I'm not inspired enough to get behind this guy losing. I end up rooting for the heels, and I already want to root for Noam Dar because Noam Dar rules. So... Mm. And he beat him in two rounds of the Heritage Cup clean as a sheet. So when we go back here and not the manager is the one taking the pin, that's already a knock on you because your manager is inherently a better wrestler than you. Then on top of that, you just lost again to the same guy that you lost to. And I thought maybe we were heading in a tag team direction too. And I actually think that would be better because it would allow uh, Vaughn to be a hot tag and come in and get this niche crowd behind him, but like do the big guy stuff. That makes sense to me as a direction to move yeah. with him. But we find out later, I think his next opponent is a solo guy, Alex. I think Lexus mm -hmm. King yes, is going to be the like next that. one up. Um, so I don't know. This was, this was not for me. I was glad uh, that Noam Dar and... Um, Oramensa were the winners here. I'm like glad that they're continuing momentum because I think well, they need to be kept yeah. strong into what they're going into. Well, I'm glad this isn't like a continuing thing, is my point. Listen. Like, we had two matches, let's move on. And what they're heading into next, well, I'm very excited for. If you're not going to have Von Wagner pin Oramensa and get another shot at the Heritage Cup where he gets a fall at least and loses two to one, and then have this little deal with Lexus King, if you're not going to do that story, if you, the feuds are, they are, the, the length of them is one match and over, or three matches and continuing. Two matches is never a feud, because after two matches, you can only be, oh, what, like, the guy could have lost twice in a row, or, it's now one to one, and you move on and you continue it from there. You if you lose the way Vaughn lost, not like I got really close, but then but you got me via chicanery. No, he just friggin' lost because he's an idiot in two straight falls, and he got the feud continued for no reason. Then it when we already saw, we already had seen the 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 catch club, whatever, um, the catch crew, no, no quarters. Quarter. Yeah. No, no quarters. Like you go, you go to the arcade and you're out of luck. No quarters, and them uh, have already did already de declared they were going after uh, Noam Dar, and he still Alex, had more he matches. He didn't even in table team. him. This was so dumb. All he just so, <clears throat> so dumb. I thought they might do two matches because it was the solo match, and then getting to tag team. I thought this might have been. Either they look good in defeat and look at each other and are like, hey, maybe we should team together. Or they win and are like, holy hell, we should team together. But Robert yeah. Stone would have to get the pit in yeah. that case. Robert Stone can absolutely get the pin on Aura Mensa. And that can be enough to, to... If Robert Stone gets the pin on Aura Mensa, then that is enough to, to like... Get Trigger vengeance on yeah no but no but get vengeance and then we're done and von Wagner can like carry him on his shoulders hey we got a victory or whatever hey 
maybe instead of me being your manager, maybe I could be your tag partner. And and great, we move on. That you can't do any of that with a loss here. That doesn't make any friggin' sense. No, it does not make any sense. And he didn't even put him through the table. So even the one thing that everybody like their live loves about him, they didn't even do. Anyway. Um so we the when they get back to their locker room and there's the cup, there's the techers, there the no quarters, uh a catch crew, the sad day at the arcade. And um and um they uh they're like we're coming for it and we're gonna we're gonna beat you for it because you guys don't deserve it because you, you're not real technical wrestlers or something and and uh no I'm Dar's like all right whatever you'll see and then that's that's about it and so we're gonna do that but also uh Vaughn and Robert are accosted by Alexis King I'm glad to see he accosts not just females in the back that he's, yeah. he at least at least it's not it's at least it's not a sexist thing. No. Um, he accosts everybody. So Lexus King does that and <laughs> says, uh, you suck in front of your, in front of your kids. And I'm going to go and become, a, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to go and figure out my next move and blah, blah, blah. And Robert Stone is furious and fuming. He's got really, a really awkward length of hair right now. Should definitely keep it in the ponytail. Uh, he looks like William Shakespeare. Uh, <laughs> that's, it's a very odd, he looks, hold on. Robert Stone unironically has this haircut. It is, it is not. A good look for him. He's got, he's got a better a little, hairline. A little more going a, up in the front. A little I was bit just of the hairline say. on top, but in the back, he. This is Robert Robert Stone from the back. Robert Stone rear view looks like this. Okay, so maybe he should keep it in the ponytail. Anyway, um, he does. He does say, uh, uh like he's gonna punch up Lexus King, um, and uh, the guy. <laughs> And Robert Stone, and sorry, Von Wagner says, "No, don't do it, Stone. It's not worth it. <laughs> like, worth what? Like, are you gonna get? Are you gonna Literally go to jail? On the line. Nothing like, happens. No, we've seen, we saw a brawl later in the night. Nothing happens. What is? What is um, it worth? What? Dumb. I did unfortunately want to say because people were talking about it in the chat, and Corey Brennan of Fightful did confirm that Shotzi and Lyra." were underway in their NXT women's title match, and it was stopped due to a knee injury for Shotzi Blackheart, which sucks. Um, serious knee injury is the, the best language that we have for it right now. But this was a, a double tape so it was session of NXT, so I don't I don't know what you, you do for next week because that was um, stopped. But that's, I mean, that's very unfortunate for Shotzi. It is unfortunate for Shotzi. For the taping, you could, I don't know if that was planned to be the main event, but you could rejigger things around and make that a match that's not the main event. And then, sure, you could the fact, the fact keep, that it's taped is, you could be, gives you, you breathing be, room, but it you sucks. could be honest about it. But that, that, that sucks. She was going to have a will, Blair Davenport can have taken her out and, um, yeah. she could well, just you know, go to the NXT parking lot and, and suffer right. fate there. But, uh, um, very unfortunate. Very unfortunate for Shotzi because she's yeah, she's been... got a she's got a, a match versus Tiffany for the elimination chamber that I feel like she was going to lose anyway. That was gonna happen yeah, on Friday. So even just getting um, more TV reps, it just sucks because she was oh, yeah, no, no. for it's, a while it, and was sneaking back fully, on. Fully sucks. Uh it, yeah, that's 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 well, terrible. Everything sucks. Or Naomi. No. Yeah, she was gonna face she was gonna face, she was gonna face Naomi. I'm Naomi, sorry. that's right. Um so that yeah, that's 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 too bad. 
Um, uh, um, so, uh, uh, JB Pringle says, Amazing Alex, Crafty Kate, Papa Paul Elizabeth, Louise, and all the SGS. What's the buzz? Did The Rock come after Dr. Van Wagner tonight? No, he did not. He did not. Um, Yo, I would pay to see that. Rock who gets blown up after three punches and an elbow drop versus Von Wagner. <laughs> I'm in. But it has to be The uh, Rock making no improvements from when he came back. Like, it has to be that version. Yeah. Sucks. Um, yeah. Well, Mr. Showtime, it was Shotzi was going to be versus Naomi. They're not going to have Jade beat Naomi because Naomi's going to be in the chamber. So it would be a different thing for that. So. Um, Correct. Uh, anyway, uh, and also we don't we talked about this last night. Jade can't be in the chamber because you don't want to pin her in her first big match. Uh, you want to keep that important, so that's what we're going to do. Anyway, Kate, I need you now mm-hmm. to uh, to regale the audience with a an impression of uh, Andre Chase's bangs. Not messy enough. They 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 got a fully swoop to one side. There you go. That's good. That's good. They swoop to I one side. He, like, they made their money back. Why doesn't he have a comb anymore? I, he, he, Did he not he, buy one since he was broke? Maybe, maybe he liked the look that he had when when he didn't have money. This was a lot. <laughs> oh, I'm Andre Chase of Chase University. I have very talented students who never get to wrestle because even though Duke Hudson should be an absolute star on the show, he has the look and the in-ring ability and is a natural on the mic. Uh, Kate from Fightful has compared him to Adam Copeland with how natural of a talker he is. Uh, Instead, he's going to carry around an MVP trophy a bunch and just be like a cheerleader in all this. I'm Andre Chase. This is the sign that you went broke because you can't button your shirt if you're Barry Corbin who's down on his luck. Or, if you're me, you sold off your comb to try and restore integrity to Chase University. And then, mm-hmm. when we got our money back from those calendar sales, you said, hey, I kind of like my 80s bangs, and I'm going to keep them. Yeah. Wow. Andre Chase, leader of a university. A university that one of the four walls in the room is a curtain. <laughs> Can you University not, like, where you're giving like, blood um, on the other side of this one wall constantly. Can you not devote a conference room in your PC <laughs> that is just made up to look like an actual classroom as opposed to cobbling together some shit? It's not like you're on the road. It's not like you're on the road. This is this is where you tape all of your episodes. Devote one room in your building to this is uh, this is Chase U. We're gonna. We're you're here. All the desks are in here, and you make the walls look like it. The, one of the room. One of the walls was a friggin' curtain. Alex, I just wanted to be known that I screwed up my hair so bad for the love of the game. Yes, you and did. I fear it might be irrec. Irre- I can never say that word. Irrecoverable. Irre- irrevocable. Thank you for the rest Irrevo- of the show. Irre- irrevocable. There you go. This show is sponsored by Better Help. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap, 
play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer. A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. But the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp.com slash Fightful. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Irrevocable. Thank you. Why can um, I never say that word? We'll blame it on dyslexia. So, um, <laughs> all the repo guys are bringing back the um, the stuff to, to the... Yes. Maybe, they, maybe they, ha- they haven't brought in back. They haven't brought back the walls yet. That's why there's a curtain up. Maybe, Break maybe that's, the on, that's, walls a, down. that's that's on the other repo truck. Is it's coming from the repo place? Uh, they're bringing them back. Um, anybody, anybody ever had anything repoed? Don't you have to go and get it back yourself? I don't think they just like send it, send it back to you. I feel like you have to go and get it. You gotta go. <laughs> you go. You have to go like, get your walls now too. Yeah. That's yeah. What it is. Anyway, anyway. Okay. Um, so uh, also he gets his podium back and Duke gets his MVP trophy back. And um, uh, there, Thea Hale says that she has a hot date with, uh, with Miles E. Rylesborn. And, um, <laughs> and so, so that's good. Um, and then JC Jane looks behind her at a girl. We're supposed to know who this is, even though I don't think she's had a match or been fully introduced to us. At least not in a close up before, but she is, and JC Jane are like, and then all of a sudden, Big Ange shows up. Yeah, and she does. um, and she's like, uh, and she comes in and says, um, she walks, she comes in obviously with a with an, a little envelope full of money. Comes up with JC Jane as a little envelope full of money, and she's like, um, I won't say what she says because that's not her name. She says, "Hello, Big Ange." Um. Uh, how how's the Don doing? Well, big big match tonight uh, for 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 the, your boys. Listen, JC, I ain't got time for this. What are we doing here? And uh, she gives her the thing. Hey, this feels a little heavy. Yeah, well, you know uh, the 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 sales of uh, our sexy coeds calendar um, are are through the roof. So I tossed in a little extra there. 
and everyone is looking at JC like, what's going on? Uh, so JC borrowed the money to fund the calendars from the mob? Question mark. And now she's paying them back with all the sales of the calendars? <clears throat> Question mark. I mean, like Kinko's is pretty expensive or wherever they sent it away to. But yeah. if you were going to borrow money from the mob, would right. you not just borrow money from the mob to save your university? Cut out the middleman. Yeah, go weird, back right? to the story that we had. It was great. Yeah. And that that you were you were so close to being in on Chase U at that moment because it was about the family and there was gonna be a mob angle, oh, okay. which we know you love. So she's paying back the Chase U debt, the original Chase U debt with the with the and calendar what was money. The part of the calendars? How are they indebted to the no, this was misappropriation of of government funds. You're not paying back the the mob. You're paying back the government. That was the press conference that he said. The government gives funds to universities, and he misappropriated the funds, which means he has to pay them back to the with interest to the government of these United States, not to the family the of mob. this Tony D'Angelo. That's not how this works. You can't no, just in fact, I would. Things. I would think you cannot hold a press conference if you owed the mob money. I think that would probably be a very bad idea. If you were like, "I owe the mob money," you probably shouldn't go out and publicly be like, "Hey." Also, this is very funny. She had to bribe Big Ange to go into the calendar because Big Ange is in the calendar. She's in the calendar. Oh my god. I'm glad um, there's a tag team that got out the mud because his ankle is in the mud. <laughs> like so um, in the mud. So I don't I, I this is this feels like it's a continuation, like it's keeping going. Like she's gotta make monthly installments. I don't know. Um for just Louis 70 says, cents a day, you can get an imaginary university out of debt. Lu L uh Luis says, why did we get this and not a cringy dating segment with Riley and Thea? Well, because someone up there likes me for a change. That's why. But Valentine's because Day is tomorrow, Alex. Doesn't not, not listen. Somebody up there likes me for a change, and they gave me Big Ange instead of a horrible like I would, I my eye would still be twitching after watching Thea Hale and Milesy Rouseborn awkward out, try to out awkward each other at the Olive Garden. Fuck no. I don't want any of that. I'm just saying if Jeremy Lambert heard you say that, he'd be so disappointed in you. Nobody loves love like Jeremy Lambert. And no, no, I'm beginning to think he's, he's kind of it's ironic when he says it. I'm beginning to think he's not actually all the way truthful. No, come on. With his honest love of Taylor Swift, he's also on your side with the banana run situation, so don't even get true. me started. It's true, it's true. Um okay, so <laughs> Ridge Holland has a gauntlet match versus Gallus. No, he doesn't, because this is not how gauntlet matches. No, work. no, it's a. I've just, I've just, I've decided to call it a gallantlet match because it's <laughs> it's a gauntlet match versus Gallus, so it's a gallantlet match. Um, and uh, he pins Wolfgang during the commercial break. He pins him during the commercial break. Um, with when with I Northern, tell you, I like grit. almost flipped over my computer. Uh huh. 
Why? Why are we pinning people during commercial breaks, Alex? I don't know. I don't know. It's a gauntlet match. You've got so many opportunities to get the timing of this not in commercial. Stop. I hate it when that happens. When anything of consequence happens in picture in picture, I get so mad because I Mm -hmm. cannot focus on picture in picture and everything in wrestling (laughs) should be tailored to my desires, needs, and proclivities. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Allie, the the pun category is fruit. Mm -hmm. Um, So... Uh, he he pins Wolfgang in the first of the of the matches. Now, also, this is something: the referee sucks. I mean, this is the problem with referees is that they cannot be trusted and not suck. Do your job. Ridge Holland is standing in the middle of the ring, and there are three men in the ring. Correct. And the re- and the reason that the that Gallus is doing this is to make him not real not not know which of the three men he has to start fighting. But as the referee. It is your job to say, two of you get out of here. I'm not ringing the bell until one of you stays in here and two of you get out because I'm not ringing the bell with all three of you in the ring because it's not a three-on-one handicap match. But he rings the bell anyway and allows the, and allows them uh, allows uh, Wolfgang to get the drop on him because the ref sucks at his job. But it doesn't Correct. matter, though, because Rich Holland pins Wolfgang during the picture-in-picture. Picture. And then he's facing Mark Coffey. And he hits a northern grid on Mark Coffee, and uh, he's pitting Mark Coffee, but close enough to the ropes that Joe that Joe Coffee pulls Ridge Holland out of the ring. Now, this immediately causes a disqualification, not of this part of the gauntlet match, not of this, not of the Mark Coffee match within the three matches of the gauntlet of the gauntlet. It causes a full disqualification of the whole gauntlet, which is not how gauntlet matches work. Whether or not Gallus is involved, if it's a gauntlet match or a gauntlet match, it's this. You can't. After Joe Coffey pulls Ridge out of the ring and gets Mark disqualified, then Joe Coffey has his part of the gauntlet match versus Ridge. But no, they just throw out the whole thing. Which is not how gauntlet matches work. So um, they decide they're going to bring in a chair and beat the hell out of Ridge Holland with a chair. But Ridge Holland fights back because what what are three very large Scottish men to a Ridge Holland? Turns out nothing. So um, he gets control of the chair. Hits Mark Coffey with the chair. Hits Wolfgang with the chair hits Joe Coffey with the chair, and then wails on Joe Coffey with the chair. What The refs, by the way, when, when it's very funny because Vic Joseph points this out. Oh, the refs, of course the refs ran away. You wouldn't want to get involved in this. So when, when two guys are holding Ridge Holland and there are four or five refs around the ring and Joe Coffey is holding the chair, they won't get in the ring. But when Ridge Holland has the chair and is just actively swinging it, then all of them get in the ring and try and grab the chair away from Ridge Holland. Just be consistent with how you're booking your dumbass refs. So then Ridge Holland realizes what he's been doing, drops the chair, comes out of his trance, looks at his hands, backs into the corner. What have I become? 
Now that I've betrayed everything, everything I've ever loved, I push them all away. No, he says he literally says there is there is in a certain corner of wrestling commentary on the internet there is a trope that has existed through most of NXT, which is the why am I so violent moment. In all the major big matches, going back to black and gold, somebody would be like, oh my God, I can't believe this, this guy is going to make me kill him to beat him. Do I have it in me to murder a man in the ring? And it turns out they always do. They always suck it up and actually try and do it. But there's always a moment where they look at their hands. And usually they're covered in blood. Oh, no. Um, they turned that moment into a full-fledged gimmick. That is what Ridge Holland's gimmick is now. His gimmick is, why am I so violent? So, I hated the booking for so many reasons. One, because I love gauntlet matches, Alex. As much as I hate, and I do... I quit matches, and as much as I hate lumberjack matches because they make mm -hmm. the least amount of sense, I love gauntlet matches because mm -hmm. I think it's fun when somebody runs the gauntlet. If they don't run the gauntlet, that's gauntlet blue balls, and I don't appreciate right. that at all, especially because I don't even have a Bluetooth segue to go to today. Rude. Yeah. Second of all, I, I get that there are people who will like this because it feels like it's connected to stuff that happened in real life. I'm normally <laughs> someone that likes that. I don't mm. like it around injury-based stuff. Mm -mm. It is the most compelling thing they've had for Ridge Holland, I'll say that, and I feel like he did well with it. I just don't. I don't like it unless... <coughs> because Big E is actually retired. Like I, Right now, it seems like, unless he comes back for media. God bless. Mm. So... I, I get that there's a segment of the audience that likes it, and that's awesome, and this is for them. It is not so much for me, uh, because someone might actually be out of action for the rest of their career from yeah. what happened in real life. Um, but I feel like if step one is like, do you like this? And I'm like, no. <laughs> and the next thing on the flow chart is, how do you think they did with it? I would say, like, he did a good job with what he was given today. This was, like, probably the best he's looked in the ring in a while for real. Um, mm -hmm. I just hated the way that the match was laid out, and I, I don't like the gimmick. But, like, he performed it well. It's just not for me. Um, the Yeah, the, they actually have Vic Joseph say in the moment as he's looking at his hands, horrified at what he has done. You gotta think. With all these horrible things that have happened in Ridge Holland's past, this is much harder on him or something. Like they're real, they're making sure you know we are tying this into a real life incident. Yeah. That may have, they really that may have cost a man his entire it. career. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, not doing that. Um, uh, and, and no, people like they're burying him. No, they're not. No, they are. They, they are. They would not. They're not burying a guy who they three on one against three big dudes, two of whom were the were were the uh, recent were recently NXT tag team champions, um, and he easily beats two of them. They're they're not they're not burying him. This is a featured angle. They are. This yeah. is turning. They're they're doing something. They they want to do this. It's not like we're punishing him. 
They like this. This is their idea. This is a good idea for him, for, and according to them. The notion is something that I love with everything except for injuries. I love when something happens in real life and they turn it into something on screen for like 98% of things. So I, that's why I get it. Like if this is something that you do like is because I like it when they do this with everything else except for injuries, especially ones where someone's career might actually be done. So I, I get it. Like normally I love the idea of bringing reality in to something on screen, but we actually have Corey Brennan coming in. He got an update oh. about Shotzi. He is your scoopster of NXT. Corey, how are you tonight? Hi guys, uh, I'm a little bit okay, a bit uh, sad news obviously with Shotzi, but uh, yeah. um, it's it's a really uh, sad sad injury to have. Obviously she is going, supposed to have a big match on Friday as well, possibly right. qualifying for the Chamber. Um, I've seen a lot of people question if it's a work, it's most definitely not. It's a very serious injury. Um, mm. The match was stopped very, very quickly. It was It didn't take very long for them to really figure out this this was a bad injury uh she i was told that she went down on a spot that was meant to uh, lead into commercial uh she oh. hit her knee on the side of the apron and she just didn't get back up from that and um, i'm told that when she came back through the curtain she was uh in a lot of pain she was clearly struggling a lot on the knee um she was also it was also a case of that the minute it happened it was a lot of concern backstage um they were they did pick up on it very quickly and the match was stopped quickly they did do um an angle to cover it uh very quickly at the tapings as well which is something that i think uh will become very clear when it does air next week and um, to what extent they did have to cover it up very quickly and uh from what I've gathered, it's she was able to limp out with a bit of assistance. So she's she's not she she. Well, obviously, I can't. I'm only I can't speculate to how serious the injury is, but it a little bit of small small bit of good news that she was able to walk out with the help of some right. others. Uh, I'm still trying to look. I'm still trying to find out more um, on on it. It's obviously obviously still very early on it. It only happened less than half an hour ago at this point. So, yeah, I'm still trying to find out more at this point. Well, thank you for letting us know. Yeah, thank you for the update. Injuries always suck. It's good to know that that it was stopped early and that this is not a work and um, that she was able to leave a little bit, even if she couldn't put weight on it. She was able to to at least lean on people to, to get out of there on her own. So... Um, our best to, to Shotzi injuries suck. They're the worst, uh, especially right now and, and this season. So um, thank you, Corey, for the update. And thank you for all your scoops on FightfulSelect.com as well. Huge thread over there because we had two weeks. You were always doing great things. So nice to have you on, Corey. A lot of people in the chat just finding out that you're Irish now. So that's fun. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's, it, it doesn't take long. A couple of words out of my mouth and people yeah. figure it out. Obviously, yeah. I wish it was under better circumstances joining yeah, you true. guys. Yeah. But sure. um, obviously, we will have a free post on FIFA Select later um, with anything we can get. Uh, but just from what I have gathered, it is a serious injury. And um, I have been told that it, it was very noticeable very quickly that she is uh, seriously injured. And uh, I, I do want to say that 
did this uh, obviously with recent times with the uh, Dragonov worked injury with Ridge. Right. That the, a lot of people are questioning if it is a work or if not, but right. it, it is absolutely yeah. a legitimate injury. And uh, I yeah. hopefully it's not as serious as it does seem, but at this point in time, it does not look the best for Shotzi. Unfortunate news, but thank you for coming on with an update and letting us know and giving us some more clarity. Um, as Corey said, you can check out the free tier of fightfulselect.com for more information. Injury news generally goes there. Um, anything to do with the Vince scandal that isn't supplementary details or additional information, anything that is like bare bones need to know about the Vince scandal also goes there. There's some stuff that just feels icky to paywall, so we do not paywall it on Fightful Select. But, Corey, thank you so much. And if there's no um, happier news to pop up with, on within the future, we'll invite hopefully, Corey hopefully, back yeah. for that. Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll have him on for some better circumstances, but we appreciate the clarity and our best to Shotzi. See thank you, guys. See you, guys. Thanks, Corey. <sighs> some bummer news there, but we do yeah. appreciate that Corey got some clarity on that rather quickly. Stay tuned to Fightful Select for more uh, yeah. on that on that free tier but also just like subscribe to flight select for half yeah, your stuff for the hell of it yeah yeah um uh backstage the and i'm surprised frankly that luis does not have this bolded highlighted like if there's a glitter effect that he could do in the rundown <laughs> he does not have here um that Is that Luke, Sarah on the show tonight <laughs> That Luca Crucifino um, oh, yeah. uh, interacted with, with Tony D'Angelo, uh, which is something that he has been uh, championing for months and months and months and months. But he's just sitting there talking to him, and he's like, um, you're the Don. People can't disrespect you like this, and blah, 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 just this thing. And he's like, eh, What's your name? And I was like, you you had this whole heart to because it feels like you've been talking to him when he, when they when they push in and the what he is saying, it feels like he's been talking to Tony D for at least five straight minutes, and Tony D is thoughtfully considering all of the things this man has said, and then he goes, yeah. So what's your name? Like the idea, he has no idea who this guy is. A coworker of his for over a year has no idea who Luca Crucifino is. I love that for the relationship. I think it's great. Um, and uh, uh, obviously very disappointed uh, that he did not come out and save them in the main event. Um, uh, but uh, we may now be getting a third guy for the family, An which, which, family which, 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 which will be we, good. You'd have Big yeah. Ange, which is definitely still her name. Mm -hmm. You'd mm -hmm. have Luca. You'd have Stax. Yeah. And right. Tony, and what, do, what, do you, and, and what do you have if you if you do that? Okay. A family. You have three guys and a girl. <gasps> you do have three guys and a girl. Call them up to SmackDown. Call them up to SmackDown. Join the three Boom. guys and a girl uh, division. division. Every, yeah. they got they right now they have a three guys and a girl division. It's a perfect thing. You just need three guys and a girl, and all of a sudden you're in the division. And so, all the matches take place in a pizza place. Um, was very excited that our precious Luca uh, was there and that they interacted. I too loved that 
Tony D was like, we've never actually interacted on screen and therefore we have not met. So I don't know your name. Kind of reminded me how when Elmo tweeted out, like, how is everybody? And everybody just dumped all of their yeah. mm-hmm. everything on Elmo. Um, this was like a very, a lot of like word vomit and Tony D being like, who are you? Which was great. <laughs> I loved it so much. Um, he absolutely belongs in this stable. It's egregious it's taken this long. I actually thought this was going to play into the main event as well and that it might reverse the booking, uh, but it did not. So an interesting, I don't know how they're going to book themselves out of that. I don't know if they'll care to, but um, very, very, very fun and also necessary. Like you need an expansion of this Mm -hmm. for sure, because a family that's just like, Two siblings. Well, the other thing that they said was like, um, like JC said to to Big Ange, "Hey, you know, I put in a little extra, so maybe you could tell talk to the Don, uh, tell him to to give a little look to my boys and chase you, see if they could get a title match, um, and that doesn't matter by the end of the night. So I'm wondering how this plays in." If like, okay, now you're in Hawk to the Mob, you got to help us get our titles back and then we'll give you a title shot. Um, Maybe there's something there. It is very, this is all kind of weird to me that they could finally do the thing that they they teased months ago with with their interaction between Chase U and and the Mob. Um, Jam Beard says, I mean, that's how loan sharks kind of work. You borrow money to pay off a debt that you pay the loan off later with interest. Yeah. But if you if you borrowed money from them, just use that money to pay back the debt. I guess the idea is that you don't have enough money to finance the, the, the calendars, but you make enough money from selling the calendars that you make a profit. So you could pay back the debt, but also use the profit. To pay off the to pay off the government, starting to sound Weird. like the underpants gnomes, Alex. It's it like does, step it one calendar, step three profit. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know what? <clears throat> I would never play so fast and loose with my money if I was a gambling gal. I would make educated decisions with guidance from a sports book betting line that opened up earlier than everybody else. Mm-hmm. And I would, I wouldn't even have to go far to check that out, Alex. I would simply go you online. You would? No, I would just bet online. Really? What's up, you guys? Sean Rossap, Fightful, here to tell you about Bet Online AG, the highest credit card acceptance industry wide, twenty-five plus year track record, safe and secure online environments, payouts in minutes, the fastest in the industry. You can bet big with their high limits and rebet functionality, the earliest line so odds open before the competition, the industry's best bonuses on every qualifying deposit, and we're talking on everything. Wrestling, they got it. MMA, they got it. Boxing, they got it. But hey, you know what? I know we're fightful. We don't just live for that. Football, basketball, baseball, hockey, racing, esports, anything you can think of. Not only that, this is exclusively where Fightful gets our lines from. If you hear us talking about lines on a prediction show or on our our post shows, it is always from BetOnline AG. Please bet responsibly and only bet what you can. BetOnline.ag That's where I would bet. And I bet this video will get more views if you leave a thumbs up on it. So please do that. 
We already talked about FightfulSelect.com a lot. But I'm going to ask you to go to FightfulSelect.com and subscribe there too because you get all the scoops in the game. You get Sean's mm-hmm. Q&A. And most importantly, yeah. the most important information that you can get on FightfulSelect.com, it's not about anybody's contract, okay? No. It's not no. about TV rights. It's about banana-flavored candy flavoring and it being more accurately paired with bananas of yore that have gone extinct called mm-hmm. the Cavendish banana? The, no, that's the current banana. The that's old banana, banana. Oh wait, the old banana big mics. Were, the old the old the old the old bananas were, were called Im, Im, impossibly Big Mike. That was the that's name the of the of the listen, it's it's a long story, but I tell all of it last night on the show. So um and where can they think, get that show, Alex? Yeah, yeah. FightfulSelect.com. Where we will be selling celebrating episode mm-hmm. five hundo. Well, Alex will be separating five hundo. I'm like two fifty three hundred-ish, but that's not the point. The point is episode five hundred of Sour Grabs. We're gonna have a party on Saturday. It will have no format, it will be wildly chaotic and um, there isn't wrestling on, on Saturday because Collision's not on, so we're just going to be probably doing weird voices and singing songs. Mm-hmm. Uh, so come hang out with us where we have fun. Jake Neal says, Sopranos parody entrance or we riot. Don't disrespect the pizza parlor. Once you get the Luca Cristofino in there, then you oh, can yeah. full on get the family going. Um, poor Big Ange, though. She lost her match for Shada Parker. Um uh she she fought well. She did the um come on and hit me thing until she got hit and then and knocked out. So yeah. She she she, she went out like a champ. I don't because I have no idea how they do things here. I don't know. Like if they run this back. Yeah. I don't know if this is the end of OTM versus versus them or just like a, a, a chapter in the middle. Like, I just don't know how this works. I mean, it kind of feels like if they had the tag titles, if they had the tag titles, it would have made more sense if Out the Mud got the win as a trio that was not for that to win a title shot against them. Women's match was fun. Jada Parker, very charismatic, very fun, very good. Um, Big Ange, when she did the, like, hit me and then got hit, it was like that, uh, the old... The haters said I couldn't do it, and the haters were right. Good call mm-hmm. by the haters thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she's big and she'll bounce back. And if she doesn't, somebody else will bounce back for her. You right. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But yeah. um, this this was fun. Both of these two are like the kind of come on strong as they're very new to their respective factions, but they're they're really present in them. It's not right. just it's not three guys and a girl as much as it is a girl right. and three guys. So I I like that and I appreciate that they have been featured in that way as such. Yeah. Um, but big inch forever. I don't know who Adriana is, but call Rizzo. Um, uh, I just realized we didn't uh, talk talk about this. I don't even know if that was in there. Um, uh, but <sighs> the crowd at NXT. We need to like 
they're just it's it's it is what used what used to be the old raw after mania crowd but it's every week it's a much smaller version of it but it's the roh they, crowds used to be like this i mean they're, that's they're the same crowd every week it's the same crowd the, the, it's their it's what they do on tuesday nights you you actually see they all sit in the same spot the guys that you can see in the hard cam are always the same guys they sit in their spot it's become this very um uh our, it's our thing this is our show we control the show so they're very proud of the little chance they've created and they will do the chance whether or not it is requested that they so. stop by the producers evidently right. last like week. They, so i saw somebody a social media manager for another website say wow this crowd sure does love jada parker they love chanting they created a chant for jada parker it's the same 300 ish people every week let's not just decide that jada parker is over with everybody who watches the tv show because the same 300 people like chanting for her when they see her this is the problem with the, when you don't take it on the road you don't know you don't have a fair barometer over, yes. what, what the overall barometer of of who is over and who isn't is which is also i think an issue with thought wagner where like mm -hmm. um trick is extremely over and when trick goes to the main roster he is recognizable and over there yep. i don't know if Von Wagner went up, I think they'd be like, hey, there's that guy that stood next to Sami Zayn for a minute. And and we have somebody in our own chat who says they don't go on NXT, the NXT tapings anymore because the crowd sucks, the way that they're clicky and stuff. So Ring of Honor crowds used to be like that because it was about oh, yeah. the same size and it was the same thing where they were taped every week and they wanted to be a part of the show rather than be cheering for the show. Yeah. I see Sean in the background. Is he kind of come on or on. just just hanging mm -hmm. out or I mean no yeah no I'm uploading the videos as requested. Oh right now <laughs> <laughs> I asked <laughs> Sean. I have no I didn't, idea what I this is. On Nobody tells him. Sean. I simply asked John to upload the fancy bet online video. Oh. That is produced with all the footage to our profile so that we could play the fancy one for our wonderful viewers who watch this show. Mm -hmm. I didn't well, mean to do well, it immediately. Lucky you. you got four of them now. <laughs> well, well, thank you. I would also like, a, I would love like a hundred grand yeah. right now right. if you wanted mm -hmm. to. Yeah. Well, okay. Guess, so we invoiced um, this week, so I'm sure right. we'll take care of it. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, um, uh, oh, Sean and the cat. Mm -hmm. The same people who bought a fake sorority calendar. So that is true. It's the same one. That is fair. That is fair. Okay. I don't so. think that was Oliver Luis. Oliver's, I think, is gray. Yeah. Um. Don't. I don't want Sean's cat to be more over than us. No. Please, please. No. The cat is fine. It's a cute cat. Whatever. They're, they're just gonna just gonna anger the cat people in, in the in the in the chat. So good. Bring it on. I'm allergic. I'm just trying to get to the next thing that happened on the show. Kate Lola Vice defeated Tatum Paxley with Lyra Valkyria coming down and cheering her on at, at ringside, and then immediately afterwards saying she's not my friend. She literally willed her to try and kick out of stuff and later says, she's not my friend. 
I don't like I I thought when when Tatum Paxley literally saved her from having her title taken from her at Vengeance Day, this will be the beginning of her like being nice to her, trying to figure out what's going on, all this stuff. But she is like willing her to victory that even though she still loses, but then immediately saying she's not my friend. Which is just a weird thing to do here, but Lola Vice looked good. Her kicks looked very crisp, and she she um she squeezed the life out of uh, Tatum Paxley uh, with her thighs. So I'm sure that's a thing that's going to catch on on the internet. Yeah. Uh. Okay. First of all, I am offended by you trying to keep the show on track. Like that's something that we do here. <laughs> I'm trying to get along to the next segment. Okay, yeah, because that's what we do on Sour Grabs. There's a lot of stuff left to talk about, and we're already an hour in. That's all I, that's all I gotta say. I'm, I'm... Second of all... We haven't even done the puns yet. It's gonna take a long time. <laughs> I'm fun. We're fun. We have fun. Um, match was good. Lola Vice is, like, great. Like she's she's her offense is extremely crisp and hard hitting for such a character heavy show and for the way that she was kind of presented as the heel she presented being kind of like an absolute badass and ring is a fun grounding aspect to her that I didn't know was necessarily going to be there but she's hard hitting man I really like her Mm -hmm. Uh, very much kicking ass. I don't know what our dear potato is doing. I love our Tater Paxley. It's a big part of my heart and our lives. But this is weird because the relationship is muddy. It's going to be one that is kind of a long burn, I think. I wasn't expecting like a ton of clarity on it today. But they didn't make any clarity on it today, which makes mm-hmm. it weirder. Um, Maybe she doesn't want to be associated with her, but then realizes that she's actually helpful. But you, there needs to be like an honest conversation between the two <laughs> at some point really soon. Yeah. So hopefully uh, that's <laughs> where we end up going. But the match was really good. And uh, Lola Vice continues to be a really impressive breakout mm-hmm. uh, star in this division. We haven't seen it, Kalani Jordan in a while. I feel like have no, we? we we saw her today. Um, she's she's got a match next week. Um, she doesn't match we'll next talk, week. Okay, we'll, we'll talk we'll talk about that in a bit. But uh, I uh, listen. I I wonder, and I like Electra Lopez. I really do. But I wonder if they may have the wrong girl with the, with those particular three guys on the main roster. By the time that Lola Vice is ready to be called, is ready to be called up, I feel like she she fits really well with the Santos thing, um, with with the evil with the evil Latinos, not the good Latinos. Uh, she fits better there because that's that's you have good good you have LWO bright side and LWO dark side, <laughs> and so the Sith the Sith of the LWO Sith black and the LWO lipstick. Jedi. Right. <laughs> Black lipstick um, LWO is heel. Yeah. So LWO. she fits really well there. And we've already established that she and Electra hate each other. So maybe they can bury the hatchet and they can be three three guys and two girls. Maybe we'll, we'll get that. But when she gets called up, maybe they, get, they maybe they call her up and pair her with Andrade on Raw. That could be fun. 
I don't hate that idea. She also might just be like a badass singles wrestler. Like she might not need to be oh sure a part but of three I'm, guys and look, a it's but very, very true. However, I am looking at the history of how they book certain people and sure. certain other not people. Look, and the so, three guys in a gal division is thriving is, right now. There's a lot happening. <laughs> full of three guys and a girls. Um, it really is. Yeah. I I kind of like Electra Lopez in the role that she's in, though, because I don't know if it's necessarily going to be ring heavy and Lola Vice should be in the mm. ring a lot. Where I like Electra Lopez just being like, I'm drop dead gorgeous and a badass and gonna knock you out. Right. Um, yeah. And then maybe her and Zelina have a couple single matches or whatever, but I feel like she's mm-hmm. mostly gonna be an enforcer, interferer type that is just um, drop dead gorgeous and badass in presence. LWO Light Bright, I think is that good. The, You'd be like, here's nine million little pegs for very little payoff by the end of it. I remember Andrade uh, with Zelina in NXT, um, but she would just do the same jump off the apron, Hurricane Ranyu, Hurricane Rana to the guys that <laughs> fa- facing um, uh, uh, Andrade. Imagine that, but instead it's Lola Vice and she does a spinning back heel kick to every to all the guys that Andrade is facing. Like she straight up knocks dudes out. Um, I mean, it's it's a possibility. I'm just saying it feels less likely that they would call her up um, as a singles person um, just simply because of how they book specific ethnicities. That's sure. all I will say. So, Well, we don't know how The Rock books that. I don't know who's booking anything anymore, but... <laughs> sure, that's true. That's true. That's true. Uh, I'm Jambu I'm excited for her Johnny though. She's Gunther at Mania, and and that's I guess who we don't have no idea what the hell's going on with Gunther, but uh, that could be a thing that they might do. I and don't know if they do. You can also sign me up for that as well. Um, yes, not mad about it. Um, the 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 now now here's the thing, Kate. Do you, you do realize that our chat is basically the NXT house show audience? <laughs> They've they've gone into business for themselves and changed the pun category to cats. You can of... do that, but you have to pay for it. Right. There's NXT you know. tickets are free. Yeah. So anyway. Send us your money. Um after Tatum Tatum Paxley is choked unconscious by uh Lola Vice's thighs. Correct. Um uh, Lara Valkyria picks her up and carries her to the back like it's Richard Gere and Deborah Winger at the end of Officer and a Gentleman. <laughs> I was like thinking more Carrie Struggs and could be uh, when yeah. she yeah when she like sure whatever whatever your cultural touchstone is it's <laughs> it's that's what it was um, and she lays her lovingly across a road box in the back and up up walks a Shotzi Blackheart and she's like hey. Uh, and um, and Lyra's like, oh, hey, Shotzi, welcome back. Like, as though, I don't know, it's just weird. Shotzi shouldn't be here unless she's actually having the match with you. Uh, this is sad considering where it went, but she does, it is important for whatever they do to write this, write this out of happening next week and also for the Roxanne story. So we'll talk about it here. Um, hey, we, let's not, instead of going back and forth on social media, let's actually make this match. And... Um, uh, and Lyra's like, yeah, cool, let's do it next week. And uh, and Shotzi's like, fantastic. 
Um, and uh, and then um, she says, "Take care of your friend." Like, She's not my friend. And uh, and then as soon as Shotzi's out of earshot, Tatum wakes up and says, "Hi." So we're facing Shotzi next week. Um, and I. This is the thing about about them doing angles when they don't need to um, in in ways that don't make as much sense as other times. Let's say they run an angle next week where Shotzi is attacked and like her leg is pilmanized or something. They don't show it. They show people running up to her. She's laying on the ground. Um, and, uh, and she says, I don't see, I didn't see who it was. There are two immediate suspects. Roxanne, who wants that title match, and Tatum, who does everything to make sure that Lyra, like you actually have the 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 real scenario that they wanted when Trick got got knocked not taken out. There was only one possible suspect back then. Now there are two very likely suspects, and I guarantee you, it's a possibility they run that angle next week, right after running the Trick angle. So yeah. it'll be a much better version of it, but it'll look like a cheap knockoff of the prior thing. That's just how they do things, man. It just, yeah, it is. It is. Yeah, it's a bummer. Um, so <sighs> Roxanne comes into the locker room, uh, how yelling about how unfair it is that Shotzi gets a one-on-one -on -one title match. She wants. She earned hers. And then Lola cashed in during it, so she never really got the one-on-one -on -one match. She was she she earned by winning that battle royal thing. So she, and but I don't get one, but Shotzi just waltzes in here and gets one. And uh, Maddie Renkowski, Ren Sinclair, says, um, "I know how you feel. Do you? Do you know? Because you just got here." And I'm like, oh, "Man, they're fully doing this with Roxanne." The most natural friggin' baby face that this company has seen since early days, Bailey, and they're doing this with her. It just, like, it just <laughs> hurts my heart. Um, so, like, Maddie's like, just yeah, but I but, her up to but be just slaps her, slaps her right in the face. Um, and uh, everyone's like, oh my god, Roxanne, why'd you do that? And then she goes to Ava to to like ask Ava for a title match. Uh, but like, but Ren Sinclair, like, why did you slap Ren? Ah, uh, just whatever. Um, let's talk about my title match. No, let's talk about you re slapping Ren because you can't do that. Um, and um, so this is now Luis's conspiracy brain saying this, not me, but Lu Luis's conspiracy brain saying this. Go on. Ava, Dwayne's daughter, scolds Roxanne, CM Punk's protege, for randomly Ooh. punching someone in the face backstage. Considering what happened last week's press conference, this seems intentional. There is no whatever in HR. Whatever her name was, I forget. There is no Carol in HR. There you go. There you go. <laughs> we get to make that reference a lot. I like it because I like it's always sunny. Uh, I am, I, I'll just, I firmly back Luis's conspiracy theory because it's fun to back harmless mm. wrestling conspiracy theories. Mm. So I'm mm. in on that. Um, oh, just keep Roxanne face and color up to the main roster to be the third in this damage control thing. No, no. Sorry, Kate. 
They're Nobody's not doing gonna it. Nobody's going to get called up. But Alex, we are so dead on with when we think people are going to get called up or extremely right. accurate. Like, I don't the, want this to be the one that messes with our ex- pristine track record. <laughs> um, a year ago, I thought Rob Breaker was getting called up. Um, just keep her face. She's so easy to root for, and she's fun, and she has this innocence about her. Just lean no. into the face thing. She's, that is she's not the funny. reason that she wasn't thriving in NXT. It was the dog s booking. She is going to beat the holy living crap out of Ren Sinclair next week to further cement the heel turn. Like after the bell, she's going to like destroy her. Okay, but um, what color is her gear and lipstick? I mean, it will, it will, it'll be more, it'll be that, more of that. Oh, he's back again. Hi, Sean. Back again. We're going to have an update on Shotzi from Corey Brennan on the free tier of Fightful Select. Um, she sustained an injury at the tapings tonight, the double tapings. So that will be on our free tier of FightfulSelect.com shortly. Um, Corey also every week has a ton of uh, NXT news there. Well, not next week because they ain't going to be there next week. No, but, uh, One of the reasons they are taping is because um, a lot of the key production people have to be over in Perth. Most oh. importantly, uh, I've got a great scoop from WWE Monday Night Raw. About three seats away from me, this very intoxicated woman was basically giving a full-on lapper to her boyfriend. Um, I found this disturbing. They were in the presence of children. However, that did not prevent me from getting photographic evidence of such. There you go. This is front row of WWE Monday Night Raw. That is a child in the background. (laughs) Now, throughout this show, this person, this woman who, uh, again at least was polite. I'll say that much. She was certainly polite to him. Yeah. Um, kept saying, Chelsea is my friend. Chelsea is my friend. At one point, uh, looked over to Samantha Irvin and said, do you know Chelsea? And Samantha's like, well, a little bit. Uh, I <laughs> sent this to Chelsea green and she said, OMG, what, who is she? What the actual <laughs> fuck? I have never seen these two in my whole life. Sean. Little scoopski. In, in There's your scoop. Yeah. Uh, also, I sat in front of Ricochet's parents, um, oh. which was which was very nice. Let me tell you, they, they were the proud. hater that was heckling you, were they? <laughs> no, no, they're very <laughs> proud of Samantha Irvin. Like it was, it was very oh. sweet how just how proud they were of her. But um, listen, where else are you going to get lap dance scoops like that? Like That's where, a- where else? Probably some yeah. gentlemen's clubs. To in be this honest, plan, but. like not only that, I verify that Chelsea had no clue who this woman was. Uh-huh. No, else? it's a it's a hot scoop. I'm really glad that you came in and shared it. That's that's what you're getting for free. Okay, that's not even behind yeah. the paywall. So if you are getting lap dance scoops from people that claim to know Chelsea Green for uh-huh. free I, here on the I, main, imagine what's behind the paywall. Maybe I'm wrong. I could be wrong, but I swore at the fur at the beginning, and me and multiple people in our area discussed it. That she said, "Is Hogan gonna be here tonight?" 
<laughs> that was a thing that we were discussing. Was that said? All due respect to her. Bless her heart if she thought so. But uh, I don't know why Kara Hogan would be showing up at Monday Night Raw. She's you never AEW's know. talent. But Sean, more importantly, the cat was very over. And we didn't know which cat it was. Louise thought it was it's Oliver. Oliver. It was Oliver. Oliver. Okay, my bad. It was it's hard to Oliver. tell because um, it's he's... dark in your cave right now. He was definitely a runt of the litter, whatever litter he came from. But he would be my crony. Like he would follow me around and laugh at my jokes and be like, "Good one, boss." Stuff like that, for sure. We ain't getting that here, so I'm glad. Which that is fortunate because I don't find anybody funny but me. Like I truly think that I'm the only funny person that exists. So well, it's, someone it's a good tweeted thing at that me I got and said I'm there to, to, to help uh, shore up my insecurities. Sure. Sean, did you want to ask me about my cool hoodie while we're in this three-person view? Your cool hoodie? Yeah, my Eminem hoodie. Oh, the yeah. The uh, hoodie. Masse and Mansois, who I did yeah. not get to interview in Tampa, but will be hopefully in Indianapolis for Squared Circle Expo. That rules. So does my hoodie. You should support them. I get it. But yeah. I guess I love more shill. Shill. Oh, I'm a shill. I'm super a shill. It's not for Tony Khan. Or for WWE, but I'm a shell. You're just hanging out, shellaxing. That's, That's right. You. All That's cool. You. Mm-hmm. Where's the, where's Oliver right now? He's downstairs. The cats aren't usually allowed up here, but he snuck up here because uh, I had to. Okay. I thought that like I needed to upload these ads imminently. <laughs> thought it was like an emergency. Like we were going to miss out on this lucrative deal that i landed us that i worked for like six months to get because you were gonna miss a date no i would have said my text message would have said urgent no no here's the thing she she sent it now because if she waits until after the show she will forget about it because that is that is is, that's kate thank you shout out to uh shout out to bet online they're one two and three uh odds in the royal rumble were accurate and their one and three in the women's were right on the money as well oh wow but uh betonline.ag i'll see you guys later bye sponsored the chat mostly cares about the cat in this particular moment i'm sorry i'm sorry that we got sean back to tell you stuff that we already promoted outside of the lap dance scoop i'm sorry that we didn't get oliver back in touch (laughs) um Carmelo Hayes defeated Joe Gacy, uh, who is crazy. Remember how last week um, uh, Joe Gacy booped uh, Dijak on the nose with a with a with an empty boxing glove on the end of a stick? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, today on the show, we saw Dijak in his lair, um, <laughs> consumed with thoughts of Joe Gacy. And then at one point, like, because we saw the video of, of Joe Gacy booping him on the nose and Dijak thinking about it goes, mm. like, he just does it. Mm. Like he remembers being booped in the nose. Um, and then he unzips his little duffel bag, mm-hmm. zips it back up and leaves. And I'm like, oh, he's showing up with some <laughs> implement, hitting Joe Gacy with it while the ref's back is turned. Carmelo has no problem taking advantage of that, so he'll he'll get the victory. And then I'll and to 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 repay Joe Gacy for costing him his match versus Ilya Dragunov, 
Jack will cost Joe Gacy his match versus Carmelo Hayes. But to my absolute astonishment, they actually waited until Carmelo beat Joe Gacy clean. They actually waited until, <clears throat> until they had that happen, which is great. If you're going to set up Carmelo versus Dragunov again, you're going to do that because he, he called out Dragunov after the match and Dragunov responded on Twitter. Um, if you're going to set up that match, I want it to be like, I want Carmelo to look like, like he's a guy who could actually get this shit done as yes. opposed to a guy who needs Dijak interfering just to, to with 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 like him. a with like a balloon animal probably right yes yes he's gonna pump he's gonna he's gonna <laughs> he's gonna hit him on the shoulder with a balloon animal or no he's gonna rub a balloon on his head and make his hair stand up <clears throat> this is very important to me so i hope it's very important to you chat Dijak tweeted if this post gets ten thousand likes i will hashtag throw joe casey in a river I'm gonna need everybody who watches the show to go like that tweet because I need to see Dijak throw Joe Gacy in a river. It is well, at seven point six thousand likes, and I, I would appreciate it if everybody did it because I want to see it. We we need to communicate better, Kate, because I I, I was going to have you because I know how you you follow him on Twitter and he follows you. You guys are best pals. I was gonna have you bring that up after I gave the proper context, which is he can't throw he can't throw. Gacy in a river if Gacy is not properly restrained. So I haven't not brought up yet that after the match, he attacks him with a nightstick and then puts him in a straight jacket, a straight jacket, having lots of very small buckles, uh, which are hard to do fast. So uh, he's doing this in the ring while the refs are going, no, no, please don't, don't put this man in a straight jacket. And then he does. And then he drags him out of the arena slowly. And there's a there's video of him literally dragging him by the feet out so of the good. arena while Joe Gacy cackles crazily. But my question is, you employ fleets of security guards. I know yes. I've seen them. Are, why are none of them trying to stop this from happening? He is abducting a co-worker on television. I feel like you somebody would have stopped this. No? That is correct. Independent wrestlers that are security guards should have absolutely stopped this. But at the same time, the slow dragging of him backstage was so great. Yeah. <laughs> it was so funny. I loved it. Um, yes, it's true. Dijak and I are Twitter besties. It's fine. Uh-huh. His contract is up. They should resign him and give him a huge pay bump and send him to the main roster. It's fine. Shilling. Um, I genuinely believe everything I just said. I the the slow dragging backstage was great. The impression of you doing security guards looking like a peanuts character was better. Like uh, to be honest, like I loved how slow the drag was and the fact that everyone backstage just wasn't there to let it happen and the fact that they, Joe weren't, Gacy they was weren't even there like an idiot. They, no they weren't even there well timed by joe gacy mm-hmm. way to clear out your room and be able to execute your kidnapping crime right, right. um yeah. you you being a, a referee doing this <laughs> like you were no, a peanut no, character do it you're not allowed i am you're... telling you what you are doing is illegal and i am saying no 
<laughs> you were either air traffic control or a yeah. peanuts character. Um, it was delightful. So 11 out of 10 impression from you. Almost as fun as when you've run. Right. Almost as fun. Uh, hashtag throw Joel Gacy in a river. Yes, we are here let's for the cause. We are here it. to save clams Trending. and to throw Joe Gacy into a river. Mm -hmm. Come on, you guys, knock it off. That's my favorite <laughs> refism is in this guys, situation is knock it off. Knock it off. Knock it in off. The referee's defense, they're not supposed to have to restrain people. Right. That's a security right. job. Yeah. Um, so, um, uh, going back to this Lyra and Roxanne thing. Um, yes. Jam Beard says Sol Ruka, when she comes back, should be the, the one to beat Lyra for the title. Um, she is back working on house shows. Yes. So should be a matter Very of time before news. she's before she is back on TV. <clears throat> I don't know that they'll do that. That is definitely a face versus face. I'm not Big sure what, what they're playing. And plans not the type of here. faces that you would want facing each other either. Um, also, like, I, yeah. not everybody comes back to the same fight. Like, Nikita Lyons was, like, the hottest thing when she went out, and she just isn't even around that much mm -hmm. right now. Yeah. So, uh, I do think we have to see what her reception is. I mm -hmm. She was very organically over, so I feel like mm -hmm. um, it won't be like a, she was white hot at the moment kind of thing. I, right. I think she'll come back to a happy reception. But... I don't know who dethrones Lyra. I kind of want it to be Blair Davenport, but it feels like maybe we missed our boat for that. Mm -hmm. we'll uh, Jim Beard says, uh, Kate, I'll do you one better for your Roxanne Bailey booking. Next year's Dam Team Damage Katarl versus Team Bailey featuring Mela, Cora, Rox in War Games. My God, I hope not. I hope Damage Katarl is not in three War Games in a row. Yeah, that would be too much. That's that's too that's too much. Like it's just let, can we can we be done with this by SummerSlam, please? We can have a war games that doesn't feature EO with a garbage can on her head. I know it feels like we need it every year because it rules. <laughs> but we don't we don't actually have it's, to do it. It's a requirement, honestly. Um, okay, so EO's in it, but it doesn't have to be everybody else. <laughs> um so uh there was a another one of those uh walking things goodness is a man's struggle evil however is human nature is that a dragon chew reference i hope so i miss wendy chew me too i do too i really i unironically I, I miss her very much you know who who i i i i would miss so much if if he went away obafemi is the best oh my god obafemi Oh my god. He's so great at this. <laughs> he is so great at this. He's got this little like he walks out to the ring like this boom. Like he's actually the way he's walking, he's got a little strut to it, but it yeah. never looks like he's like he's mocking it. Like he's it is the way this man moves through life. Like it is it's here this great honestly, the one part of them going into business for themselves that I don't hate is the woo after everything he says. Woo! Like that's really cool. That's awesome. Uh, Obafemi uh, says, "I'm uh, Regan Lee. You were a great champion. You're a, you're a worthy warrior. But now you're done. You're moving on. I I welcome all challenges. 
send anyone you want to come and try and take my dial, but just don't send anyone you want back is the most badass thing anyone's ever said. The coldest line ever. Um, He has this, I don't want to like, there's a big man in one company. He reminds me of a big man in another company, no. but he has the same assassin uh, ice cold veins thing that Samoa Joe does, which is a very good thing to have because he doesn't have to look what a big man I am. Aren't I so big all the time? He has this like effortless. Uh, I, I love it when we get big men that don't have to like, that aren't so loud and like so in your face like there there is something so commanding about a guy who can just mm -hmm. talk down the middle volume wise and has this aura as the kids say um at this just absolute command it's so much more intimidating to me when you get one of those than like guy yelling in your face constantly big guy like the guy who is just so sure <laughs> He's so sure of himself, man. Like, oh, God, this was so good. This was so good. I adored um, this. He's he's really, really great at this. Um, and we'll only get better at it. And um, I love him. And he is, <laughs> he is, he is my valentine. He is my Valentine, and I will be sending him flowers and chocolates tomorrow. Um, but uh, he's, hey, I, he's, I'm so excited. This, it's, it's part of part of why I originally loved NXT was like the idea of man, I can't wait to see where this guy goes. You know what I mean? This it used to be like there. Were, it used to be like I'm so happy this this amazing indie talent who's been working the grind for 12 years is finally getting a shot at something. Yeah. But now it's like, here's this guy who they plucked out of the track and field, a team from the university of Alabama, who is becoming my favorite big man of all time. In increments every single week. And honestly, I'm looking at him and I'm going, this dude's main eventing Rays on WrestleMania one day. Like of all the guys who were like WrestleMania main eventer, WrestleMania main eventer, I don't think Braun's got that in him anymore. Not the way that they're not the way they're going to do stuff with him. Um, Mello might trick might Obafemi one million percent. If unless Should. something goes horribly wrong, that Should. is a dude who will who will be at the mountaintop, and you will build a guy for a year. To finally win the Royal Rumble and slay the monster at the top of that mountain. And that monster will be Obafemi. That is that is classic wrestling booking. It's perfect. And this is the kind of guy who requires a dude to try and do it two, three, four times before he finally gets it done. That is the aura of this guy that he is already like. I'm of of course projecting out. But like, if you look at what he's doing right now, considering the amount of improvement that we expect from people who are this early in their careers and already at this level, who knows where this guy's going to be when he's prime WWE age, i.e. 13 years from now. 
Well, hopefully we get out of that. But um, this did make me very, very happy because it was also not like he's not so cartoonishly heelish either. Like he beat Dragon Lee and then he gave this promo, which sits like pretty in the middle, which I really liked because I was nervous of like, I guess because Dragon Lee's such a face that I was mm -hmm. like, oh no, are we going to like do that? But this promo was just like ice cold veins kind of could be booked either way, not cartoonishly one direction or the other, which is what we get so much of in NXT that bothers me. Um, so I, I really, really liked this. And I think the next challenger up is a perfect person for him to kind of, they've made him feel important in the way that they've told us that he's important, not through wins and losses, which is not my favorite thing. But it also means that, like, Obafemi can chew this guy up and spit him out, but it'll still mean something to them in their world, which I think is mm -hmm. good. Like, I think that's a good direction right. to have this go. Um, Prime WWE age is 38. That's yeah. the age of Roman Reigns. It's the age of um, a couple other guys who are actually just 38. Seth, I think, is 38. Like, that's, that's, that's when you've reached the pinnacle. Uh, Cody, not before is, that. is Cody 38? Cody's 38. Yeah, so yeah, they were all like between um, thirty six and thirty eight. Uh, yeah, this Lexus King thing, like I don't mind it because you, you need a guy for him to to beat up, and he also has a very good reason for it. Yes, like I had a match with Dragon Lee, and then you cashed in, so I basically made you the champ. So I think you owe me this. Um, and he's like, uh, okay, fine, yeah, you'll get Which your match good. next week. You get your match next week, and they, like this is uh, this is why I think to me is like. I don't know what they have planned for next week, but you can easily m move everything around in editing and make this the main event. Obafemi in the main event, like just murking a dude is the, is, is, and you can easily book, like book the match where he's like, I do not pin you. I will, I will, I will keep inflicting harm upon you because you had the, you had the nerve to come out and say you were the king, whatever yes. your name is. Like, like that. This is not one throne you'll be sitting on anytime soon. Like, oh my god, he's he's just so good. Um, he's great. Yeah. So, so Seth is thirty-seven. He'll be thirty-eight very soon. There you go. Um. <laughs> so, <clears throat> Double Vest is backstage talking to Dion Lennox and uh, Jay Malachi, who is now uh, Javon Evans who had his first level up match was highly praised that watch out for that guy. He's only 20. He's amazing. If you've seen his stuff on the Indies, if you haven't, you'll be seeing his stuff on TV and NXT very soon. He's great. And it's a big deal that they've decided, Oh, he's hanging out with, with named characters we've seen before. And like has lines where he's yeah. like, um, they're, they're like, but, but here's the lines though. The problem is like, Boy, that big game on Sunday sure was great, wasn't it? Yes, I also enjoyed the big game sporting event. And it was like, come on. That's, that's the, it's very chat GPT scripted. Um, this is just not how but, people talk, which is something we've run also, into a lot on the show. What a, what a brutal match it will be in the main event tonight. Who do you have? Well, I believe the wolf dogs will, wolf dogs will be victorious. How can you say that? Do not disrespect the family. And it is uh, very funny that that was, that was the setup for then Beach walking in and going like, you asked me where my balls were, they're right here. <laughs> and somewhere in the middle, 
you have you have double vest go took you all week to come up with that and then they fight and then they brawl um you're right when you say they they became friends by brawling together in a bar yes it's only right that they actually have a match against each other and brawl um we already saw them though while they were still friends have a match against each other and it was yeah but fine. that was years ago no it was not years ago it was it was a it was less than a year ago and um uh the member was like where uh they decided everyone everyone all the tag teams hank hank and tank fought each other to to prove how good of friends they were and then Idrisel of NFA and Malik Blade did it and also Beej and Double Vest did it it was like a thing they did with all the mid card tag teams but i'm it's cool but they could have come a, done it without like doing it really ridiculously which is what they did yes yeah no this was kind of geeky um he was really mean to him last week so he should be pissed (laughs) Mm -hmm. but it is it is um, it is very odd though that like that beach also let it simmer for seven full days before doing anything about it they should be like hotheads like it should he should say something mean that's not dramatic and then he should be pissed off about it in the first hour of one episode, you have the scene from last week, and in the second hour of the same episode, you have the scene from yes. this week. Yeah, that's that fair. makes sense. It's been stewing in him for forty-five minutes, and he can't take it anymore. He's got to do something. Sure. As opposed to a full week going by. I need like a a Vic Joseph, Beach double vest next. <laughs> that would be the greatest thing that has ever happened to this podcast. <laughs> it really would. Um. Hmm. Um, so that'll be next week. Um, so Brindley Reese is is training with Carmen and Kalani, and then Lash and Jakara talk trash to them. And this is going to this is not actually set up on the show, but it the match that comes out of this will be Kalani versus Last Legend next week. They've right. taped that. So, and um, Kiana, Kiana James and Brindley Reese have a match, and Brindley Reese hits in some really good offense and then loses to three moves. Yeah. It is the it, it they, because they try and pack in so many matches into 2 hours, which honestly good for them for doing that. A lot of the matches are 4 minutes and 45 seconds where the the babyface shine lasts for 3 3 minutes and then the heel hits three moves and wins. And it is just a thing that we watch a lot but these people are developmental and I get it. Um uh but I the, the part I, I liked about this is I think we're actually doing the over-positivity gimmick yes. in a good way now. She's Yeah, um, she's really settled into it. Yeah. She's um, really settled into it. So uh, Idris, Enofe, and Malik Blade are backstage. It's obvious that Malik Blade has the hots for Brindley Reese. I don't know if they're going to do anything about that. But, um, oh, it's so bad that she lost to Kiana James. That's too bad. I'm, I, feel, I feel so bad for her. And then Brindley Reese literally cartwheels in from Gorilla, still working out the jaw and being like, wow, that was great. I feel amazing. They, they say that the best teacher is experience, and now I have some more experience. I can't wait to get beat up again. And they're like, what is going on? Um, so... They're like, you're excited about that? Mm-hmm. Uh, she did really well with this, and they kind of clicked in. I'm having some fun with it. Um, she was fiddling with her jaw a lot. Like I'm concerned about TMJ with her, but, uh, 
it was actually yeah. a pretty fun little segment. Yeah. Um, before we get to the main event, let's do some puns. Um, okay. I actually have to run to the... No, I want to stick around for puns. I'll run to the bathroom in a minute. Go ahead. <laughs> the puns are so good. Uh, well, I don't want you to laugh too much that you pee your pants. Tom Valley says, my birthday is Thursday. Walter Millen. Very nice. Very nice. Chris Pereira says, and happy birthday to you, Tom LaValle. Happy birthday, Tom LaValle, yes. <laughs> Super Mango Punch. Very nice. Um, Jam Beard says, uh, Pretty Peppers Avocado. I don't get it. Pretty. Oh, pretty my pretty peppers. Pepper. There you go. And, uh, and Joe Garlic. Joe Garlic is great. Um, Chris Pereira says that when a banana goes bad, it's called a pedal turn. <laughs> Touche. Um, so Meet Norma says CM Plum. Uh, Colt, Colt, Cab Colt Cabanana. Uh, Colt Banana. Colt, Caban Colt Cabanana. Yeah. Boom, boom. Big, Colt Cabanana. Big, pop Big, Papa Big Papa Pulp. Very nice. And Apple Don. Nice. Uh, Taylor Taylor Cannon says uh, coconut mango punk. Very nice. Um, Pieces says the mighty don't peel. Okay, that one has layers. <laughs> because in a promo a few weeks ago, Shane Haste <laughs> ate an orange with the peel on. Mm. Mm -hmm. And then Nyla Rose did so on ROH like the next week. Peel! You're oranges, people. Okay, I have to pee so bad. I'll be right back. Jambeard says of Brinley Reese, so she's a masochist? Don't shame her, Alex. I'm not shaming her. I actually think that this is a very good way of of um, of using the, the over-positivity gimmick. I think it works well for her. I think she's performing it very well. I am I am excited about it. Uh, hold on, hold on one second. Hold on, hold on. It's me, it's Scripps. You don't know which one it is. Oh, wait, you do, because you can see the little thing going. It's Scripps, and it's also Scripps. Hello, hello, me. How are you doing? What are you thinking about tonight's um, episode of NXT? Oh, well, actually, I, I think that... Um, uh, I'm a big fan of, of wolves and also dogs. I have a couple of dogs that look like wolves. They're huskies. Um, so now I'm a big fan of the wolf dogs. Congratulations to the wolf dogs. Uh, never been a fan of the mafia, so I'm glad that Tony D'Angelo has lost. Uh, but it looks like he's getting a new lawyer in Luca Cusfino, so that's good. I don't know what happened to the, the imposter me, the, the, the scripts. Is he out there with the OTM? I'm not really sure. Um, what what's going is yeah hey are you are you here am I, am I talking to myself can you hear me other me this is this is a kind of one of those weird like things where night neither neither one of us is 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 um is it is, is it me is it both of us i'm seeing double here four scripts right no all right i'm going to read some puns Jambeard says Berry Funk and Pretty Peach Avalon. Uh, Jambeard says Fig Strong Boy. That's right. That's Tyler Bate. Tyler Date. 
his big, strong, fig, strong boy. Uh, Chris Pereira says race in Cara, which is very good. Bonkers, I wish I knew. I don't know where Wendy Chu is. I, I wondered if she fell asleep somewhere and they can't find her. Sometimes at one time I went asleep for 32 hours. I was very tired. I had been awake for seven days in a row, but I fell asleep for 32 hours and they didn't, they couldn't, they, I, I woke up. Maybe they can't find her. Who knows? Um, Andrew Dekoff says, uh, Kazukini Okada, which is more of a, of a vegetable than a fruit, but it's a pretty good one. I like that one a lot. I'm going to hold that one and tell that one to Kate when she comes back. Um, and Luis Polito says yam yam bigelow which again is more of a of a vegetable than it is uh a fruit but it's all right um jam beard says house of blackberries and ftr which of course stands for fear the raspberries that's very good i like that one a lot uh md cyclo says prince banana that's Prince Banana. But it's also the way he said it, though. It was Prince Banana Runts, which we got to we gotta save that one for when Kate comes back. Uh, how far away is your bathroom, actually? It feels weird. It feels like it's a, it's a long time from, long, long, long way for her to go. Um, we're saving the Prince Banana Runts for, for her. Tom LaValle says, Jungle Boysenberry. And Jack Berry. Chris Pereira says, Honey Drew McIntyre. All right, this is getting even boring for me. I'm I'm leaving. Now it's me on the other side. You don't, you don't even know where I'm going. You have no idea. I could be here. I could be there. You don't know. You don't know where I am. I could be on this side. I could be on the other side. You don't know. You don't know which one is me. Honestly, I was back for like a couple minutes, but I just needed to You're see the... that unfold. All right. So, sorry, um, Daphne went a little nuts. <laughs> um, Andrew Dikoff says uh, Kazukini Okada. <laughs> that's not technically a fruit, right? No, it's not. But oh, that's it's okay. not. Uh, MD Cyclo says Prince Banana runs. And he says, sorry, Kate. Um, you know what's upsetting is like you just didn't need to put the runts at the end. Like you mm -hmm. made an active choice. Mm -hmm. So don't mm -hmm. come in here with mm -hmm. like a, mm -hmm. oh, sorry, Kate. Yep. You didn't have to do that. Chris, Chris Pereira says, honey, Drew McIntyre. <laughs> um, uh, Mr. Showtime says, we all know CM Punk is coconut melon punk. Someone said that already, too. So that's just mm -hmm. confirmation. Mm -hmm. uh, Meet Norma says uh, Dragon Fruit Lee, Alistair Blackberry, Peel Dunn. Very good. All very good. Um, Greg Cherry says Cantaloupe. And he says also, I have the I have the perfect name. Greg Cherry is also a pun. Touche. Uh, Chris Pereira uh, says Kevin Mangostein. Uh, Jam Beard says the baddest woman on the planet. Bronda Rutabaga. Um, uh, Mr. Showtime says durian instead of 
Kurgan. It's a really smelly fruit. So I'll take your word for it, Mr. Showtime. I believe um, you. The Lieutenant Colonel Photo says, Boom Boom Colt Cabanana. Jambeard says, Techno Tubers 2000. <laughs> Chris Pereira says, Fig Bronson Reed. Honestly, that obviously that should be Fig Fronson Reed. Of course. Fig Fronson. That's uh, really, really good. Jambeard says, Serena Beat versus Thea Kale. Very you guys nice. are slipping in too many vegetables here. I'm sorry. This cannot. This does not it's count. It's true. This was supposed to be fruit. You've been disqualified. Mm-hmm. Chris Pereira says Dalton Castle and the boysenberry. <laughs> boysenberry. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh. Mr. Showtime says uh, Kiwi Stark. Zoe, not Ricky. It fits her better. Oh, okay. Mm. Um. Jambeard says, Fig Josh. <laughs> and is and he, who comes in, of course, carrying two berries. Oh, of course. Of course. C. Delgada says, The Grape Muta. <laughs> grape Muta's really good. Um, Meet Norma says, Diana Perrazzo. Very nice. Tomato Champa. Technically a fruit, so we'll take it. Orange Julius Cassidy Creed. That's two with the That's a double. Dem double boys and berries. <laughs> which and of Dem course boys and berries. Mark Mark Briscoe uh, practices red duck kung fruit. Obviously, yes, of course. Seth freaking raisins. <laughs> Lieutenant Colonel Photo, the golden delicious lovers hit a Seth freaking raisins. It's so good because I just see the little Mr. Raisins logo guy, but like in Seth's gimmick. Uh-huh. Like, oh, uh-huh. man. Uh, Lieutenant Colonel Photo says the Golden Delicious Lovers hit a Spineapple <laughs> Buster. Jambeard nice. says, Jambeard says, um, blame Luis. He said vegetables count tonight. And uh, he said, all I did was say yam yam bigelow, Luis says. So, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know who to blame here. Uh, Electric Mayhem says Clementineless Tony Storm. Wow, that's excellent. Boston Crab Apple, very nice. Jambeard says Kazuchka Okrada. <laughs> that's um, really good. Mr. Showtime, I don't know. Says, Wait, is okra? No, okra is a vegetable. No. Oh, a vegetable. Uh, Mr. Showtime <laughs> says. Tomato Paxley. Tomato is a fruit. It is. Tomato, tomato is pa- a fruit. Tomato Paxley absolutely does count. Louisville says Dalton Castle and the boysenberry, which we got already. Thank you. Very um, good. Though. Dalton Castle's friend Ricardo says the American dragon fruit. <laughs> Lieutenant Colonel Photo says Roderick Nectarine Strong. Very good. Keeping the Norma says uh, Penta El Cerro Marionberry. Daddy Meowgic Magic Mango Mustard. Now, now, see, these are now we're into the cats. I should have gone to the bathroom during the cat puns. Jake Jake Neal says Hairball Mike Bailey. <laughs> we haven't we haven't done cat puns yet. Um, well, Lieutenant we Colonel never Photo says. It. I know. Lieutenant Colonel Photo says Brock Lesnar, the Fancy Feast Incarnate. Fair, but I just can't with Brock right now. Jake Neal says Sean Ross Cat. 
Jake Neal says, he's a cat's man. Billy Cats and the Cats, boys. I like to brush them. Like mm-hmm. to ignore them. Because they ignore me. <laughs> and hurt my feelings. I'm a cat man. Wow. <laughs> uh, Electric Mayhem says, Pineapple Pineapple P. Ford. Pineapple Ford. I'm in. I miss her. Where's she been? Yeah. Um, Becky Lychee. Uh, Gu- Guavani Vinci. <laughs> you could also um, do Sammy Guavara. Guavan. Mm-hmm. Guavan. Mm-hmm. I know how you to could. say things. Jake Neal says Meow Sewer. Oh, love Meow Sewer. And uh, uh, Jake Neal says Runter Hearst Helmsley. Sore subject, but it's a good. He didn't say. He didn't say banana runter, Hurst Helmsley. No, but runs are also not fruits; they are candies. I have to call out a couple in the chat that were really good. That were not. Mm -hmm. Chiquita Lions is really good. Mm -hmm. That's good. As is our own Ellie. She says papaya shango. Papaya shango was very. I also uh, clipped one. Um, uh, Yeah, this was one. I I, yeah, I found this one. This is the first one I saw it. I like that it was Prince Ba, nah, nah. I like that they put three things separately. I thought that was very good. I like it because there wasn't an unnecessary and superfluous runts at the end. Mm-hmm. And this one so was also good. So good job to you. Jordan Grapes. <laughs> that one's so simple. I love that one. Um, okay, so we have new tag team champions. We do have new tag team champions, um, Alex. Backstage. It's not us. Back backstage, um, they do a little thing. Braun seems like he doesn't have his head in the game, and and Baron has to get him into the game. And he says, "He says, hey, Nick Aldis called. He's doubling your offer for SmackDown." And Braun's like, "Really? No! Get your mind out. Get your mind off away from all that stuff, and just let's focus on getting these tag team titles." And I was like, "This is why they lose because Braun is rightly cons- considering these important offers." Um. Uh, but then he's like, I won't say the name Wolf Dogs unless we win this match. And I was like, they're winning the match. Yeah. Um, oh, of course. Of course that tipped it. And the match is excellent. Tony D'Angelo and Braun never had a match against each other in this entire, all of this stuff. Like, they have not, they've had, made, they may have done tag oh stuff. God, yeah. But like, when, when Braun and- was, when, when Braun was champ, they never did a Tony D. Like not and even Tony like a, was a, injured for so injured much for of part of it, yeah. but like they were doing other stuff. It was him and Santos for so much of it. But it was like yeah. when Braun was on top, they never did a Tony Dean. Like those guys are made to face each other. Yeah, they were like, real. They had really good Braun, chemistry. Braun is all velocity, and Tony D is all about using your velocity against you. Yeah, like the 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 spinebuster off the top rope. Oh my god, was so good. That was great. He could, he throws people, like he doesn't suplex people. He 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 throws people for distance. Like I I I'm I'm really a fan of of what Tony D does with with his offense. Um, this was a really really excellent match between these two teams. Um, uh, and I, I guess I didn't. I have, I would have. To, I mean, I'm assuming so many times though they do have the wrong people 
get pinned or the wrong person make the pin. But I could have sworn that neither Braun nor Stax was legal at the time. But Braun hit Stax with a spear, and Tony couldn't get in to make the break up the pinfall because he was dealing with Corbin on the outside. And it was a very, very good match. It and really Braun, was. And Braun and Baron are tag champs. And if you were not currently running a which brand on the main roster will Braun Breaker signed with, I would be 100% okay with this. But because you are currently running a what brand will Braun sign with on the main roster angle, I am 0% okay with this. That is how much bad creative can ruin my enjoyment of who you book to win shit. Not even just like, bad creative, preemptive bad creative, because that's how often it's predictable. Because <laughs> you get preemptively angry and you're right probably 87% of the time. The only way out of this I see is that Braun signs. This is what I would do with Braun Breaker. Uh, but that doesn't even work because you'd have to have him immediate, pretty much vacate. No, no, no. Okay, I got it. <laughs> Once again, a fan of my own booking. Uh, Braun signs with Raw, but they make it clear that he's not coming up until after Mania. And then you have Braun and Baron lose the tag titles at um, Stand and Deliver. And you just have like a friendly, it's your time to go up moment. This has been a fun tag run, whatever. And then... The day after WrestleMania, Guther open challenge on Raw. Braun answers. I don't care if he wins or not. But I feel like that's probably the best way out of it is just like they're, they came together as an oddball couple. So I don't think you have to have a dramatic breakup. Like they can just split after dropping the tag titles after Stand and Deliver. That gives you a nice little two month run of something that was never <laughs> supposed to be a thing anyway. Um, but I do, and they just call it out, and the Ryan Sacchini just called it out in the chat. Like, I think the Lesnar stuff really screwed this up. Um, now, there's no excuse not to pivot with creative justification for things, right? Like, we've seen a lot of pivoting without creative justification that I would like to see get justified, i.e., why the hell did Cody just decide to give us Royal Rumble shot to someone else? Um, but I do think... I don't think... If you're going to do all this teasing stuff, they were doing that with Jade Cargill, and then she just disappeared, and then she came back at Royal Rumble, right? Like, that's annoying. Have him choose a brand, but have him say, I have a responsibility in NXT at the moment, uh, so before I come up here, I'm going to defend my titles in NXT. And you don't really need him for the road to WrestleMania, but I think him challenging Gunther as an open title thing would be good. I I think him challenging him for an open open title shot would be fine. Would be fine, but they can easily they they could start him versus Gunther on the road to WrestleMania on Monday. Sure, if he didn't after, have the albatross of the tag titles around his neck. Yeah, right. That's the problem because you could actually build a real program, Braun Breaker again. And it could easily be brought up and you could show footage of it. The last man to pin Gunther's shoulders to the mat was Braun Breaker in NXT. 
have him bring that up. Like, you easily could have Gunther pin Jey Uso in, in, in the, 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 you know, the, in that thing to, to end that, and then have um, Braun, um, Walter, sorry, Gunther come back, whatever, uh, Wall Gun, Turther, come backstage, and Adam <laughs> Pierce is signing, is signing Braun to the contract to go, Adam, I believe you, you know, uh, Braun Breaker. He's like, yeah, he does. He knows me. He also knows I'm the last guy to pin him. Aren't I, big guy? And immediately have uh, Gunther dismiss him as out of hand. That was a long time ago, whatever. And have Braun, like, chasing this thing because that's a major deal. Whoever can pin the greatest intercontinental champion of all time is a huge deal. So, listen, obviously, for me, the 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 thing goes, Big E somehow coming back and, and, and beating beating Gunther is number one. Yes, that's Sheamus, Sheamus coming back also is, is would be number two. Gable is number three, and Braun is number four. And honestly, I don't have a number five. I don't. That's it. I you don't, don't need do, one. Like, it those could are, just those, be those four guys. I probably say that same thing, except I flip Braun and Chad Gable just because I love. I I just am a sucker for like the extremely dominant Chad, open challenge. Chad Gable things. swore on his daughter. He was going to be the one to beat. Gunther. I know, but then they did nothing, and now I'm bored. Well, no, but 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 because they did that, I want them to pick it back up, and and do something with it. Oh yeah, Gable also, Gable wins a Gable wins a four pack or whatever. I, I don't I don't care what what they do to get him back into the thing. He's already proven he can hang with Gunther. It's a perfect storyline of the little American uh, uh, Olympian versus the giant he foreign heel. Being goofy anymore, then like I, I the back and forth with the I'm goofy, I'm serious, right? Like drives me crazy. Dragonov's my number five, not yours. Dragonov is off the board for me. Yeah, that that is a guy who who I, if he if he beats him for it, I will be angry. It is that you can you have an opportunity to make anybody else. You already made Dragonov by beating Walt Walter before. There's. Doing the same thing again with a different title on a different brand is the laziest shit I can think of. Do something else. No, there are see, so many I'm, more things to do. I, it's not, doesn't compare to the rest, but I don't mind that as like a number five because I like the idea that Dragonov could always have his number. And there's a lot of people that weren't, that was years ago now. Like there's a lot of people that weren't paying attention. And that was before. Walter Gunther was the greatest intercontinental champion of all time. So I like the, this guy just has his number story, but there are options that I would prefer beforehand. No, I, 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 it would, I love Dragonov. And I, I know you do. Him. And I understand why you don't like I, it, but I, I just do. I, I hate that as creative. I think it is so friggin' lazy because they're going to play the exact same beats leading up to the match. It's going to be paint well, by numbers the exact same shit they ran before. If if I had faith in them and re and actually telling a different story this time, fine. But I don't because they suck at this. If they were good at it, it'd be fine. But they don't. They suck. They suck. It's well, evidenced by the fact that they have tag team titles on a guy in NXT who is currently being recruited by both fucking SmackDown and Raw. They suck at this. 
Well, we'll wait. Um, uh, Jambeard says, do you think they might bring Baron up with Braun and have them be a main roster tag team first before the Thought breakup? about that, too. They should. They should do that. And I, I wouldn't even that. hate that if Braun said, you know, I tried to get advice from Triple H last week and I couldn't because I got interrupted mm-hmm. and whatever. He was like, I'm not right. coming up unless Baron Corbin can come with me. Mm-hmm. It's like a, mm-hmm. is a cool We're thing for him to, to do. Like, we're tag team champions. And we're a big deal. We, we're both the, coming the, up. He, he he goes into a meeting with Adam Pierce and Nick Aldis. Okay, you called us both together. What is it? All right. I am prepared to sign with either one of you, but it's got to be the guy who says this guy is getting signed too. And then it's Baron Corbin walks in. And they they can be wearing the tag team title. They can defend the titles and lose them. And then on 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 Tuesdays, but they have to be on the main roster together. Whatever. Um Luis says maybe they drop the belts on Roadblock. Um, That's such a Chase, lame run then, though. Uh, yeah, this it is. Uh, Chase U is lingering around. Um, they have a number one contenders match with um, Nathan Frazier and Axiom. Yes. Now that we now that we know which team is the new champions, because we hadn't seen Nathan Frazier and Axiom versus the, the family, yes. but we have seen them versus... Braun and uh, Baron. So we're definitely getting Chase U winning that number one contenders match next week. Um, and yeah, the idea that this, all of this was just a placeholder to do some dumb story with a gambling addiction to get back to Chase U having the tag titles where you could have just not done any of this and kept the tag titles on them feels like the most NXT booking bullshit possible. So yeah, they're definitely going to do that. And or like you could have just done a clean story with the gambling thing. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm just gonna assume this is a new person. No, no, they've been around. Um, but I it thought is so. A, it, it is a. It, I believe it is a joke. Foolish. Um, it's called sour graps. <clears throat> um, L- L- Jambeard says, um, talking about Lola's new um, submission move. Lola's thighs squeeze. Those are thigh squeeze versus Nikita's butt pin versus Rhea's pins. The wrestling Twitter will be going wild. Uh, well, there you go. There's your next tag champions, Rhea and Lullabies. Just mm-hmm. the thirst squad. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, Taylor Cannon says Sour Graps is the best part of uh, Fight for Select IMO. And it is Thank the you. best reason I spend my, uh, my main reason I spend my five, $5 every month. Thank you for saying that. Um, I appreciate Jake that. Neal says uh, Kate has to go through the NXT parking lot to get to her bathroom and back. That's what I was, Okay, real talk. Mm-hmm. I desperately needed water because I was sweating for no reason. I thought I was going to mm-hmm. pass out. Not going to lie. That, that's not good. Not good. It was not good. No. But I feel better now. And that's why I came back. That's, and that's, that's why good. I no longer have a sweatshirt on. <laughs> that's good. That's good. Um, uh, feeling Dreepy says, I'm starting to hate how almost all women in NXT are booked like the gossipy best friend side characters in a rom-com. That is a lot of them. It is a lot of them, but I will say that's also like the men are not booked much better. So it doesn't feel to me like, uh, a slight at the women's division, but it, it, it annoys me on both fronts. Jake, you, you don't have to feel bad. I was faving everybody because I didn't know if I was going to be able to come back and I was going to message Alex, but... <laughs> I'm fine. Everything's fine. I'm good. Good. Um, all cats like l- act like they have 205 lives. 
205 lives instead of nine lives. That's okay. very good. That's good, right? That um, good. Jambeard uh, had a had a had a blue chew segue, but I guess we're not doing blue chew tonight. Oh no, we only have bet online tonight. No, J Kate uses ZSJ and TMDK matches like blue chew, but if that don't work for you, then blue chew code fightful. Well, no, I don't get boners, but. <laughs> But they're some of my favorite matches. Yeah, there you go. Um, Andrew Dekoff says seedless Tony Storm and Mariah Mango. Mariah Mango's really fun too. And Luis Polito has my has now my favorite of the of the night. Oh my gosh! From the mm -hmm. inside, mm -hmm. Mango McMichael. <laughs> That's really good. That's really really good. It's good. <laughs> Although, just like with those weird, like, um, with you, you cannot be an employee of the company to win the sweepstakes. <laughs> you can't enter and win it. Sorry, Louise. You, you, Sorry, uh, it's in the yeah. uh, sweepstakes no, it's rules. In the, it's in the bylaws. It's in the bylaws. Um, okay. David Evans says hi again, Kate, Alex, and Kate. He is the guy who introduced us to. Um, to hold on. Uh, he's the guy who introduced us last night to... To creepy-ass Kingsley? To Kingsley. Who is this? I mean, I know he, who it is, because we just said his name. A, yeah, but, yeah. like, so says, what is this? David Evans says, I'm glad you liked Kingsley, so I have another one for you. My team, West Bromwich, the W is silent, West Science Albion, are sponsored by a heating company. We have their own mascot that is usually present at our home games, named Boiler Man. <laughs> So to clarify, the heating company doesn't have the one that's the sun, which no. is notoriously no. very hot. No, no, this is this is uh, no, no, they're rivals. The, the 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 sun mascot and the boiler mascot are rivals. Which one can heat your home better? <laughs> I don't know. I honestly, I'm not sure. Well, for starters, I'm just intimidated by Kingsley the Sun. Mm -hmm. That is terrifying. Boiler Man looks kind of like a fax machine or something. Like I'm not scared yeah. of him. Yeah, I thought it was I appreciate... like a fancy fridge, but yeah. Yeah, kind of look or like almost R two D two but square. Oh. Like it's a. Uh -huh. My gosh. Yeah. Bill Alphabet. Now, why would you say this? He says, "FYI, I don't look up Mr. Balls. I don't want I'm, to because I don't want to see what the other I'm search not, results I'm are, not. but I have to know now." No, I'm no, I'm not. Nope, I'm not doing that. I will not be doing that. Well, come on, um, your delicate little flower co-host is going to have to do it. Thank you, David Evans. Um, thank you, David Evans. That provided me a lot of laughter last night and today. If you listen, you could you listen, you could look up Mr. Balls and send it to me, and no matter what it is, it will be the second most offensive thing that you have sent me in the in the DMs this this week. Okay, you know what the first one is. You don't. I do? I don't know. We sent a lot of DMs to each other. You um, sent me the meanest things that you possibly could. Wait, what was the most offensive thing I said? You sent me Hulk Hogan making oh, yeah. out and grunting. <laughs> oh my god, evil. I was so mad. That, that was nearly the end of our friendship. I forgot about that. Tape machines did a whole thread. 
Um, Kitty Ara says it re reminds us to use Matthew Hook's ad read because of the Uncle Hooks. Well, I don't think he's here anymore, so I didn't want to do it when he's not here. Okay, well, so we'll give him a free one the next time he's here. Um, yeah. Okay, we now the jukebox. Um, Jambeard has one for you. It's not a, it's not a, it's a, it's not a singing one, but it's just one he wants you to say a certain thing. <clears throat> Don't waste your time on me. You're already the voice inside my head. Very good. Pop punk. That's what every pop. I'm trying to forget that I'm addicted to you. They all sound same. Mm -hmm. Worst. Yeah. Um, feeling dreepy. Um, Matthew Hooks is here. LOL. Oh, okay. We're not waiting on this baby. Well, then, then well, you now, could. Then we're could... also seventeen minutes over already, so we'll do it. <laughs> we'll do it next week. Sean showed up twice. Like it's it's this is this is his fault. Yeah, we could blame him. Whatever. <laughs> All right, feeling drapey wants Darby to sing "That's Life" by Frank Sinatra. All right. Okay. Let's see here. All right, here we go. <clears throat> That's life. That's what all the people say. You're riding high in April, shot down in May. But I know I'm going to change that tune when I'm back on top, back on top in June. They said that's life. And as funny as it may seem, some people get their kicks stomping on a dream. But don't let it, let it get me down. Because this fine old world, it keeps spinning around. I've been a puppet, a pauper, a pirate, a poet, a pawn, and a king, Malachi Black. I've been up and down and over and out, and I know one thing, Brody King. Each time I find myself out on my face, I pick myself up and get back in the race. That's life. That's life. Buddy Matthews. Um, Mr. Bandana Head. Says, thank goodness for the SGS. No more. Once we start singing, there's no more. Tom Valley, you're sneaking this one in because it's your birthday on Thursday. I'll allow it. No more. Yeah, we're way over on time. You were like, Already why do you want to keep going? Why do you want to move the show along, Alex? And I was like, because I am envisioning this exact thing happening. And you're like, let's slow it well, down. Well, I didn't envision I would need like a quick absence because I thought I was going to pass out or Sean showing up twice. It felt very anti-us to be like, let's get back on track. And I didn't like it. Meet Norma saying Panta El Zero Marionberry. I believe we already got that one. But thank you very much, uh, Meet Normus. Tom Lavelli uh, has one for um, I. I, <laughs> I will sing. I will do mine first. Mister Bandana Head says, "Thank goodness for the SGS and all they do for my mental health." Can we have Braun Strowman explain the plot to the Lord of the Rings? Ray, have these three little guys. They live in the Shire. One of them is named Frodo. He's got a he's got a friend who's a wizard, and his wizard name is Gandalf. And they have a ring, and they got a they got a uh, they got to take it somewhere, forget where, and uh, but it'll be really dangerous because all these orcs are going to come and kill them. So they go to the elves, and the elves say, well, we got to create a fellowship. And the fellowship is like two dudes with swords and then a, 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 pretty, a pretty boy 
with uh, long blonde hair and he's just good at shooting bow and arrows. And then there's a, a, a short guy, not like the other short guys. This one's got a beard and he's got an ax. And uh, then, uh, so I think, I think that's everybody. And then they all go out and then one of the two dudes gets killed. Um, and then they keep going and uh, they they stuck behind, they're stuck into some castle. There's a huge army of orcs and they got to fight those guys. And eventually, uh, just make a long story short, uh, there's this guy named Gollum and he wants the rings. He's chasing these two little dudes all the way to the top uh, the, the Mount Doom in, in Mordor. But Mount Doom sounds like what I should call my finishing move. But anyway, they go to Mount Doom and then one of them throws, throws the ring in, into the lava. That's, that's, Lord, that's Lord of the Rings. That was great, but I was waiting for to get these hands. Get these hands. The hands are, of course, where you wear rings. Lord of the Rings. That story is so long, it feels like he's not finished with it. Uh -huh, uh -huh. So, Lord of the Rings, of course, is very long. So, That's 10 hours worth of movies summed up in about two minutes. Well, right. if anything, the show is very short. <laughs> it's, it's incredibly short. Kate, Tom LaValle wants you to sing uh, Apple Shampoo by Blink-182 as Tiffany Stratton. <clears throat> she didn't mean to deceive you, believe me. But sometimes the hardest part is conceiving. The good intentions that you had now only ads came to, <laughs> came to this. And although she saw the mark, the arrow missed. Isn't it, it isn't exciting reciting the stories of kind words turned hurting when routine gets boring. Both getting tired of punk rock clubs, both getting tired of punk rock bands. The start was something good, but some good things must end. And she said, I could never survive with such differing lives. One home, one out on tour again. We may never come back. The strike of the match, the candles burning at both ends. And now she knows too much and I'm too effed up. It's awkward trying to pretend to make my move. I'll try and pretend that I'm fine, show up at the right time, but I know that I'll never be cool. Toodles. Um, uh, so Tom LaValle uh, wants Ricky Rainbow to sing the Rainbow Collection. I love that. Hello. Happy Valentine's Ricky! Day. How are we doing, Just Ricky? Good. Um, so, I don't know if you know this, but I was once going to be in a Muppet movie. I did not know, you know that. The one, the I don't one know where much they about go to you. The, the great Muppet caper. They were good, but then... They found me uh, blacked out on heroin in my in my trailer, and I didn't get to film my scenes. Oh no! I'm sorry that and that happened. Like, did you get to meet any of the got... Muppets? Well, yeah, I was I was doing heroin with Fozzy. <laughs> of course you were. Why waka, waka. are there so many songs about rainbows? And what's on the other side? Rainbows are visions, but only illusions, and rainbows have nothing to hide. So we've been told in some choose to believe it. I know they're wrong, wait and see. Someday we'll find it, 
the rainbow connection, lovers, the rumors, and me. This is a scurrilous lie from Jam Beard. Ricky, did you know Nigel is clam chowder? He would what? never. My, my Nigel would never. Um, uh, Jam Beard says we need to get back to three and a half hour reviews again. No, <laughs> I believe Sean would fire us on the spot. Um, Not fire you. Uh, you're just a freelancer here. Yeah. Um, uh, so... Jambiad also says Ricky Rainbow to sing the Reading Rainbow theme song. Right. Here we go. Ads. There we are. <clears throat> Butterfly in the sky. I can go twice as high I on heroin. Take a look. <laughs> it's in a book. A Reading Rainbow. I could go anywhere, friends to know and ways to grow. A reading rainbow. I can be anything. Take a look. He's seen a book. A reading rainbow. Reading rainbow. Oh. Thank you. Voice of an angel. Thank you. you do. You have the voice of an angel. That's it. It's over. So voice and now. hair of an angel. Ricky, outside of you, uh, I thought... everything kind of sucks. That's right. Keep cool, gobbagoos. Toodles. Happy, Valen Happy Valentine's Day, loves. <laughs> 